0: Hello and welcome to A Fistful of Truth. I am your host, Delara Essengill, and this is my podcast. You can find A Fistful of Truth on Anchor.fm, Spotify, and many more platforms all listed on the Anchor.fm portal. You can also find me on my blog, Essengill.blog. Thank you to the 46,600 plus followers following the blog. I kindly urge you to please enter your email address. On the far right side of the blog, just enter your email address and you'll be able to stay in touch with me in case the light should go out. And I think this part of the decode is going to tell us that the lights indeed may indeed go out. And of course, that means uh, if there's any censorship, more censorship, I will be able to send you notifications through uh, the blog if you enter your email address. You can also find all of the latest podcasts, the latest blog posts, and much more in one convenient location at a fistful of truth.com. The way to help a fistful of truth.com is to kindly copy and paste any blog posts or podcasts that you find useful with others. Please share the stuff in other groups. Uh, Don't just listen to it and move on with your day. If you like it, Please copy and share any of this information because I simply am stopped from doing this. In fact, they're stopping me from recording this podcast. I left a censorship message up last night. This has taken me days and days and days and days to get up. It's taken snacking on days and days and days to deal with me and also to show up here and try to record this. It has been very difficult. And finally, we have the third part of the POTUS decode which is actually the entire speech he gave at the turning point usa in tampa florida on the 23rd of july yes we're a little behind but wait till you hear the things we found in this i kindly also urge you to visit the blog delara has an article that corresponds with this particular part of the decode this is part three if you haven't heard part one and part two Please go back and listen to it. This is a special emergency broadcast series. POTUS is telling us what's coming. The article is called triple POTUS decode part three, FDR, the new deal, blackouts, who is general, raisin Kane, Tesla, windburn, soylent green, and more. So please check out the article. The link is also here in the podcast description. And, uh, share this information because I am not able to share it. I rely on the listeners to share it. So thank you kindly. And also please kindly check out the products that stand behind this very censored unemployed girl who is able to keep this uh, podcast going, not with listener support. Uh, thank you for the uh, previous listener support, but the donations are not accepted for this podcast or the blog. The blog always is and has been free since 2013. I've been blogging away We're almost at a million hits on the blog, so thank you very much for uh, supporting the blog. But also, if you want to check out the Soma Vedic 5G protection, total 5G protection for your home, mitigates RF, negative EMF frequencies, 10% off with my name, D-I-L-A-R-A. I I have one in my home. It's the Vedic. I won't ever, ever not have one in my home. It is uh, one of the most essential devices that I own. It's like having air conditioning. And sorry if you're hearing air in the background. Normally I turn off all the air, so if there's like a weird volume thing going on where I'm not slowed down or sped up and you just hear this like background noise, I had to turn on the AC in here because it's quite hot here in Southern California, even during the night. And usually I have to make it really quiet to record, but I got to get through this tonight. So in the meantime, do check out the Soma Vedic. Also check out uh, Collagen by OP2 Labs. There is a discount code for that. And a health matters coming up next week featuring OP2 Labs collagen. And also check out Mission Darkness Faraday bags. Mission Darkness, they are um, wonderful Faraday company that is made in the USA, Patriot owned, used by law enforcement, protects your devices, generators from EMPs, your phone from radiating your head. I mean, really check this out, folks. If you know anybody who's pregnant, get them get them a blanket. A, a, a faraday blanket they can put on their lap and if they're using an ipad or a phone or a computer that's not good for the baby so check out that information here lower in the podcast description there's a link to that as well as hemp therapies wonderful people behind hemp therapies pure grade cbd oil with black cumin seed oil which is super good for you antiviral properties i take it every day Check out all these products. They're all listed at the bottom of the podcast. And thank you to everybody who works with me. That They are not sponsoring this podcast, by the way. No one pays for this and no one pays me to do this. So in the meantime, this is the third part of the decode. Please go back and listen to part one and two if you have not already done so because it's in sequential order. What we're going to go through today is going to blow your mind. It's been blowing my mind. And I got to get through it and put this recording up quickly because they keep Uh, Censoring my my podcast. I used to put up the uh, podcast on the blog, the audio version. Not only have they gotten to it here on all the platforms and on Rumble, but now they've gotten to it on the blog and on my computer. So I'm sorry if it's sped up or slowed down. The next step is for me to provide a transcript for the audio recordings, which we might have to resort to. But in the meantime, if it does get messed with, I might post these on Telegram as well because it's just getting to the point where it's absolutely ridiculous. But check out what we have to say here tonight, folks. It is amazing. There's a lot of parts to this. It's pretty long. Put it on while you're working, whatever you're doing. But please, kindly listen to everything that's being said and try to digest it because it's taken us hours and a week to put this together. Welcome back. Snackin' on. on.
1: these are good hello oh hey snack them on
0: hi how are you i see you're uh we're having some pecans is that what those are mm-hmm. did you bring any for me you know
1: i did but <laughs> on the way over here i saw a squirrel on the sidewalk and, and I had of to course give, uh your half to him
0: that's okay sorry Next no time. no i'm okay giving giving my my half to the squirrel okay all right as long as I made the
1: attempt, sorry. As
0: long as the squirrel wasn't you. Yeah. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm really behind on this because I've been uh, censored beyond belief at this point. They're, they. I, I'm not going to go into this because I left a message for the audience last night. Um, you guys, we're going to be recording this in segments because we have to do it we have to do it quickly and in order for us to do that it just doesn't work like somebody's on the other end of this thing this oh, recording uh-huh. sitting there with their little pinky finger because that's how big their pinky finger their pinky finger is probably about like an inch
1: oh your number one fan
0: huh yeah oh. mr inch uh-huh. and he's back there with his little inch just <laughs> Tapping that little keyboard away. When he sees my name, he's like,
1: uh.
0: so what we have to do is we're going to be doing this Florida, Tampa, Florida uh, student action summit, turning point USA POTUS, POTUS speech given on the July 23rd. I know we are a little behind here guys, but it's because we've been doing tons of research. There's going to be an article that's posted about this. So thank you snacking on you've been here a couple times trying to get this done with me, and it hasn't happened because we've literally been recording it, and the recordings get screwed up on purpose. There's there's intervention going on, folks. There's actual intervention. Yeah, yeah. So you've actually seen this because I'm talking about this all the time to the audience. And oh yeah, you it's don't, real. You don't need to describe it because we don't need to go into that. But <laughs> no,
1: it's real.
0: It's real. It's mm-hmm. it's really been happening. So thank you for your patience and for coming back. And of this course. is course. The third attempt, our third attempt. So you guys, this is going to be really long and I, I hope you enjoy it. Um, I'm kind of, uh, <laughs> it's tedious. <laughs> there was um, quite a bit in this one. Yep. Quite a lot of details. So let's just start. Let's just start and get through it because we still have to go through the America First uh, rally uh, a speech and then also today he spoke in Wisconsin. And that was uh, interrupted on all of my devices, but not on yours. Uh, Yeah, mine were fine. So we were in the same location for part of the speech, not all of the speech. Um, You came here when the speech was closing up. Mm -hmm. And um, all of the speech was audible and and being okay uh, streaming on your devices. Yes. And we were using the same internet and my devices were all jammed and messed up. All of my devices. I had three separate devices. All of them were being fucked with. Oh, you're a number one fan. Yep. Hi, Mr. <laughs> I've got an inch. <laughs> but it's an angry inch. OK.
1: All right, ready? Uh, yeah, when um, when President Trump walked out during this familiar song. Uh, what a
0: familiar song?
1: the well his intro like
0: oh yeah yeah in the beginning yes
1: yeah okay i just the backdrop says president Donald Trump
0: yeah he's your president yeah people need to realize he's still the president and they're putting it in our face every day like they're trying to get us used to the fact that a lot of people still think Biden is actually a real person
1: yeah, it's pretty rough to think that.
0: There's whole groups on Telegram talking about why is Biden doing this? And they're patriots. That's the scariest part. I, You know, sometimes I ask myself, is the, are we are they better off than the left? Because they, too, believe that Biden is their president.
1: Yeah. Um, it's
0: scary. I'm, I'm scared of those people.
1: I mean, sometimes <laughs> you'll see some of them put a side-by-side of this Biden and this Biden, and it's completely two different people. Right, but no one really. No, was on with it? They, like, can't. Who's this? Who's they can't. They can't
0: accept it. No. Well, this is this is our president. Donald J. Trump is our president. We're going to talk about that in this in this uh, decode in this discussion uh, with references he's been making to uh, other presidents that have served more than two terms. Mm-hmm. There was only one, but we'll we'll go into that. All right, so Turning Point USA Student Action Summit seven twenty-three twenty-two, Florida and Tampa. POTUS gives this uh, speech that's the most loaded thing you and I have ever heard, ever.
1: Yeah, many details, uh, different ones.
0: So before I know you have a a presentation that you're going to be giving um, the listeners, and I'm actually really excited to hear it myself because I haven't heard all of what you put together. But before we go into that, I want to go into how, uh, he started off with Charlie Kirk and he talked about a bunch of different people and he called them all warriors. Now, uh, POTUS often has a, a way of highlighting people. Like he'll point to somebody, you know, he'll do that. You're going to win. You're going to win. You know, like he pointed to Carrie fake, you know, that, that tranny from, from, uh, I'm calling her a tranny because she looks like a tranny and she's a tranny lover and she's gonna be ousted. Um, Carrie Lake from Arizona, I can't stand that manny tranny and she's she's an Obama lover. She's she's basically out for herself and she's whatever you want to call her a rhino, a dino, a friggin' whino. I don't know what you want to call her, but yeah, just you're nicer. You than can I see am.
1: photographs yeah. of her pictured at uh, functions with. Uh,
0: um obama no trans, oh, trans, yes yeah she yeah. was supporting the transgender and now she's not not okay so he points out all these people marjorie we know about her taylor green yeah uh the man another one matt Getz, gates whatever the heck that guy over is. doesn't matt gates have that extended chin that he the chin implant Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, Who are these people anyway? Very pointy? Is he from Florida? Uh, yes, yes, yes. Is. There's yes. a lot of grifter. Florida is grifter central. Like if you've gotten kicked out of New Mexico, if you've gotten, if you've gotten kicked out of California, if you've gotten kicked out of New York, if you've gotten kicked out of usually end up in Arizona or Vegas, and if you've gotten kicked out of Arizona or Vegas, if you're a criminal, not for the good people living there by choice, then you probably end up in New Mexico. And if you've gotten kicked out of New Mexico, there's only one place left for you, <laughs> and that is Florida.. Right. You end up in Florida. yep, you end up in Florida with tight leather pants and a fan blowing your old hair. <laughs> so he mentions this Matt Chin gets or whatever. Uh, Anna Luna, Ari Fleischer, he said uh, even something about Ari Fleischer. I don't know if he's good or bad. I don't know about these people. Greg- Evan, Evan McMullen, McMuffin. McMuffin, he called him, didn't he? Mm-hmm. McMuffin. Yes. I, that was a McDonald's reference. Um, and then he talked about some guy named Greg Gutfeld or somebody like that. Peter Heggs. Heggs. He- he- Heggseth. Heggseth. I did not want to say these names. Anyway, he points these people out, and I just thought I'd mention them because they're probably gonna get mentioned more. Kind of like our Mike Lindell. <laughs> Mike Lindell keeps coming up. Sixty-six percent off my pillow. Make sure you buy my coffee too. Can you buy me a coffee? <laughs> All right. So if Mike Lindell is gonna sign up for buy me a coffee, I think that's the end of the world. <laughs> All right. So. He, he mentioned all these people about being at the front lines of the struggle. He, he talked. He was talking to a bunch of students, a bunch of young people. So keep that in mind, folks. A bunch of younger people, he said they're going to be responsible for claiming the republic back from a corrupt uh, establishment. And uh, he went on to talk about the radical left. These are just all very introductory things. Trust me, we have some very juicy things for you tonight. And then let me see, um, until we get to where where you are at here... Uh, He talked about American pride. He talked about having, there's only two genders. Hello, there is only two genders. I could be really vulgar, but a lot of people get pissed off at me being so vulgar in these podcasts here. Mm -hmm. They should never read my book then that I'm going to be putting out called Love Goat, Shameless Plug. Because if you don't like vulgarity, you shouldn't read it. Um, All Americans of background uh, uh, are um, free and legal. I'm sorry, I'm trying to read my notes here. And basically he was talking about uh, two short years ago, we had a strong and powerful, uh, respected country. Respect has been a big word that POTUS is using all the time. Energy independence, energy uh, dominance. And now we're just the opposite. And Biden is down on his knees. He said, Biden is down on his knees. And I just pictured Biden down on his knees at Gitmo um, or wherever the real Biden is being held or was held. And he said, "Liquid gold is right under our feet, more than in Saudi and Venezuela. All oh, those Saudis."
1: <laughs> and he and he he pointed to the ground with the
0: yeah liquid gold part right. And then he did talk about uh he did talk about Shinzo Abe in Japan, right? Because we know that Shinzo Abe recently supposedly died. But here is what POTUS said. Shinzo Abe, he said, so senselessly died. And I thought that was really interesting. Mm -hmm. Because there's a lot of people that we're going to find out in the show have either faked their death or um, have not really died. I know there's some speculation as to whether Ivana is dead um, from the last speech that we gave some Anons wrote in and said maybe she's really not. They didn't think she was. Uh, That's a good theory, it's possible. And some people say, oh yeah, she may have been on Epstein's Island or she may have provided evidence from Epstein's Island. Look guys, POTUS did not send Ivana to provide evidence from Epstein's Island. Uh, If we're gonna get evidence from Epstein's Island, they were gonna send in some qualified professionals to do that. She is not a qualified professional, period. That's my opinion. I don't think she was, uh, I think she she's actually gone. That's my opinion, but I might be wrong. I might be wrong about that. Um, now he said, are we going to go into the bounce? You want to go there? Or you want, let's yeah, talk about just, Shinzo. Do you have some- No, well, it's just- you want to talk about Shinzo, what he said?
1: I mean, he just, how he was a wonderful gentleman wonderful gentlemen and, and everything. you basically covered everything.
0: I did? Yeah. OK, yeah, well, you can yeah. stop me too. Okay. I, want, I want you to talk about that stock market, the tens of billions of dollars and the 10 cents.
1: Uh, we had
0: China in check
1: paying us hundreds of millions of dollars. Think of it. We were taking in hundreds of billions, not millions, billions of dollars from China with our tariffs and our taxes against them. Not one president has ever taken in literally 10 cents from China
0: now that 10 cents not one president has taken in so he mentions the word president and he mentions the word 10 cents yes he keeps doing this mentioning the word president and mentioning the word 10 cents okay that goes straight to the dime all right mm-hmm. who's on the dime fdr, up, FDR. now I don't know if we want to go into this right now because I got a am pulling up stuff on my computer, guys, which is the little one-inch man is behind is behind this wall. Um Franklin D. Roosevelt, 10 cents. POTUS keeps saying 10 cents. And we discussed this here in the last podcast briefly, but here it is. Three terms, okay? The Roosevelt presidency began in the midst of the Great Depression and during the first 100 days of the 73rd US Congress, he spearheaded, FDR, unprecedented federal legislative productivity. And what did POTUS do when he got into office? He was writing one executive order after another, mm-hmm. one executive order after another, which we're gonna see in play when we see the public return of POTUS. Now, he was mentioned at the beginning of this podcast they have it back there, po- President of the United States, Donald J. Trump. And last time, what did he say? I am your I president. Am the,
1: I am your president. I am yes. your president.
0: The man is telling you, for those of you out there, patriots, not the listeners here, pass along to your friend, your normie patriot friends that are, oh, I can't listen to anything outside of four more years, oh, four more years. Open up your minds, folks, and realize that, tell them that, that, that Trump is still their president. Point to these little clues. Send them this podcast. He spearheaded unprecedented FDR, legislative productivity. Roosevelt called for the creation of programs designed to produce relief, recovery, and reform. Guess what? HOTUS has said that before. Yes. And on July 18th, 1940, FDR, who first took office in 1933 as America's 32nd president, was nominated for an unprecedented third term. And he would eventually be elected to a record four terms in office, the only U.S. president to serve more than two terms until Donald J. Trump. Now, don't forget, this is not another four-year election. And there's all sorts of things that we're putting on this uh, blog post the blog post is called Cripple POTUS Decode Part Three FDR, The New Deal, Blackouts. And we're not going to tell you the rest because there's a lot in this. We, we don't want to give it away. But check that out at delaraessengill.blog. And please, when you go to the section, we're including notes and pictures and stuff that we're talking about here and links. Please check out the United States presidential line of secession because we're going to discuss that tonight. Um, the 20th Amendment. Presidential term and succession assembly of Congress. And please check out how Trump reads from FDR's prayer. I have posted that on the blog. It's very important. Ah. Very important. All right. Thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Um, go ahead. Uh, where we're at next. Basically, right the um,
1: he went into we have the highest inflation in 41 years,
0: mm-hmm. 9.1%. But he called it. The green new disaster. Right after he talked about the ten cents, mm-hmm. and what did FDR do? The New Deal. The New Deal. So he's calling the. He's going from New Deal. Do you see how POTUS talks? I know you do. I'm talking to the audience. You guys see how POTUS talks? He tells a story, but within the story, he tells another story. It's five D. Here we go to five D. It's five
1: D chess. Mm-hmm. He flows with it. He hands it off. He hands
0: it off. It's like a baton that he passes. You have to listen to it very carefully. So right from 10 cents,
1: right? Basically, they want to charge you taxes to fund the Green New Disaster, commonly known as the Green New Deal, Yes. to destroy
0: your country. So listen to that. The New Deal words are in there. Mm -hmm. 10 cents, FDR. Mm -hmm. 9.1. I think that's a marker date. I think that's September 1st. And remember, 911 was September 11th. Okay. Yes. So there's something coming that we don't even realize yet. And I think part of that's going to be POTUS. We're going to see the fake, let's just talk about it now, get it over with. We're going to see the fake Biden have a, you know, it was in the 17 uh, codes where he gets sick, they remove him from office. Yes. And then the vice president steps up camel toe okay yes. that critter that creature feature and then but she's not born here she'll be disqualified so she'll be disqualified and now who are, who are we left with the crazy crazy psychopath
1: nancy pelosi which he keeps emphasizing as being crazy
0: psychotic and crazy yeah. nancy Pelosi. crazy Because he's painting her out. He's getting us ready to know that she's crazy because they're going to set her up as mentally unstable. Okay? Then she gets disqualified. And then the juicy part comes in. (laughs) After she gets disqualified, the 20th Amendment, which I just quoted you guys here, um, it was passed by Congress in 1932. This was all having to do with FDR. Um, The 20th Amendment allows for Congress... And provide uh, where neither a president-elect nor a vice president shall have qualified, declaring who shall then act as president. So basically, Congress can just basically say, uh, whoever is qualified to act for president, acts for president. I I think that's how we're going to see Trump come back. Mm -hmm. So you guys, check this out here. We've posted some links and we're just going to keep going. Let me see where we're at on this recording. We are, okay, we're still good. We're gonna break at half an hour and we're gonna do it again, keep going. So go ahead. So
1: uh, he goes into the border wall. Yes, I'm there. We created the best, safest and most secure border in the US history. We built hundreds of miles of border wall. In fact, we completely finished our original wall plan despite two and a half years of democratic inspired lawsuits. And I won all the lawsuits, 11 of them, we won. So it took us two and a half years because of their lawsuits, obstructionists. Then we added much more wall than originally planned. And we almost got that. Could have been done in three weeks. Could have been completed. There's much more three weeks. wall than the original plan. Yes, and- That's gonna be important. Down the road, we'll be talking
0: about- That three weeks. Three weeks please, again. Please remember, because I'm gonna forget. Yeah. Um, so he, he embeds these codes in his speeches, okay? So here he mentioned the three weeks. We're going to hear the 10 cents again. We're going to hear the three weeks again. The three weeks is going to be very important. Um, the border mm-hmm. wall. Are you done with the border wall? Yes. Okay. So he'll be talking, and he said, you'll be paying. You know, he talked about how um, the world wouldn't allow these types of prison populations into the USA, it's become a dumping ground.
1: Yeah, he's
0: basically, was
1: kind of a, remember when they say Trump was right, here's another real easy one. You will be paying for this very badly into the future. That's what he said. Very badly. You
0: guys need to listen to this. You will be paying for this very badly into the future means we have a lot of work to do. We're gonna have a lot of work to do.
1: It's gonna be a terrible thing because people are coming into our country. We have no idea who they are, where they're from.
0: He's giving examples of illegal aliens, what they did to a 34-year-old woman in Iowa, 23-year-old in Pennsylvania, stabbed repeatedly. He talks about knives a lot, and that's gonna be important. A 10-year-old girl in Ohio, tens of uh, thousands of violent acts, and he said the number is uh, going to be even greater, and no idea where these people are coming from. He called them criminal aliens. Okay. Well. Right after he called them criminal aliens, the next thing he mentions, what is it? Space force. Space force. Criminal aliens. Space force. We rebuilt our
1: military, including our nuclear capability, and the creation of. And this is not since Air Force almost 80 years ago, the creation of Space Force, a a big deal, a big deal. And much of it is right here. Much of Space Force is right
0: here. Yep. You guys, you know, I've talked about this a lot. You know, uh, it is a difficult subject, especially for people who are not familiar with the extraterrestrial presence on Earth. If you haven't seen the Damon T. Berry, knowledge of the forever time, go to the blog, type that in and watch all eight, not seven, watch all eight episodes. Evidence of cell phones in the 1920s, folks. Please go watch the whole series. It's very important that you see that. It's foundational knowledge and those who reject knowledge, uh, Hosea 4.6. So don't reject the knowledge, keep your mind open and check it out.
1: Pretty amazing footage, I gotta say.
0: Yeah, pretty amazing footage. Um, you know, don't listen to us, go do, go watch it yourself. So left the dogs there. He was talking about leaving dogs in China and we know why, uh, Mm. Fauci's dog experiments. And, um, there was a bunch of dogs that they would collect in Hollywood. Um, there was Hollywood executives with pictures of thousands of dogs on their laptops that were found. Wow. People don't know this. I actually saw this. Yeah. Horrific. What were they doing with thousands of dog pictures? All right. No. Sick bastards. Excuse my language. Um, yeah. So now we're going to go on to soldiers with no arms, no legs, the $85 billion worth of equipment. We're in Afghanistan now. Yeah. After Space Force, he goes to Afghanistan. Um, Is there anything else you wanted to mention? No,
1: just basically... Uh where we left American hostages behind and with 13 soldiers were killed, 13, think of it, Uh, 13 soldiers were killed. But what they don't say is many, many soldiers, a far bigger number than that, who lost their arms, their legs, their face, and who would just, it should have never happened. In fact, I probably say, and they confirmed that 18 months, not one American soldier was killed in Afghanistan.
0: So, he talks about Abdul again. Okay. Uh, we're going to break before we get to right here, this one, that's where we're going to break. Okay. But he talks about Abdul again. And I wanted to mention something to the audience that um, Montana Sky, who's been a guest recently on this show has brought up. And I also wanted to add to what she, she thought. Um, so Abdul, you know, you're you're killing your people and he talks about how he had a, a conversation with Abdul, the leader of the Taliban. And you know we've talked about this so many times. And I wanna mention it again because there's people tuning in for the first time or they're just, you know people forget what we said last time. I forget what I said last time. But why, oh why your excellency, he calls Donald Trump. Do you send me a picture of my house? And he never answers the question. Trump never answers the question. Okay. Don't do it, Abdul. Don't do it or we'll hit you very hard. Okay.
1: Basically, yeah. And uh, when, when he would ask uh, about why do you send a picture? Uh, well, you're going to have to figure that one
0: out, Abdul. So here's what Montana said. He said, well, if you have a picture of somebody's house, you know where they are. And maybe he's sending a message, POTUS, to the deep state assets and the deep state Coffee that we know where they are, because he talks about it right after Space Force. Now, with the satellites and the amount of technology we have in outer space and with space, Space mm-hmm. Force, it is quite possible, it is actually, we know, actually, you and I know, that um, we've had enough people, and I've had conversations with you, where I've you, you, we've actually talked to people, you've talked to people, I've talked to people, and we've heard about the types of technology that's up in the air. Even yes. before, even before that, we don't know what's going on with Space Force. We're just trying to figure this out like the rest of you. But from before, we know that there's technology where they can literally be up in the air and see what you're doing on your phone. Literally. Yeah. We've been told that face to face in person by a fellow patriot wow. who actually had that knowledge. So that's 20 years ago, that that technology. Okay. Now That technology, which the military had 20 something or more years ago, where they could be up in space or in the airspace, I should say more so, and look down upon you right here, right now, looking at your notebook or me looking at my notebook or whoever's listening to this and they can see you. Wow. Now, that's definitely a reality. However, I think it goes even further. I think when he says, Abdul, and he says, why do you send me a picture of my house Not only do they know where these people are, they have DNA signatures on all of us. If you've ever walked through a public transport uh, area, if you've ever walked through an airport terminal, a bus terminal, if you walk down the street, hello, everybody's walked down the street, they've got your DNA signature. They don't need your ancestry DNA. They don't need the swab. They don't need that. They've got your DNA signature. We all have a unique DNA signature. Well, we all used to have a DNA signature that was unique. I don't know what's happened to a lot of these people, but they know where each one of us are by our DNA signature. And that involves Space Force technology. So I wanted to add that for the audience. Not a lot of people know that. I didn't know that. But as I hear these things, I'm putting this together. Keep going, because I'm going to close something up here.
1: But basically, he also said, uh, when he was talking about don't do it, he said that he mentioned that uh, again, with Boeing and, and wanting Boeing wanting to get another deal or or to uh, renegotiate the deal for Air Force Ones, so I'm kind of jumping ahead. But he said again, the don't do it. Don't
0: do it. He likes don't the do don't it.
1: do it. I Wonder who he's talking to.
0: Mm-hmm. He is talking to somebody. <laughs> um, you know, he talks about that number eighteen a lot. Um. He goes straight into Democrat-run cities after that. Isn't that interesting? Right after he says, don't do it. And he says, why do you send me a picture of my house? He talks about Democrat cities. This is really important, folks, because it's going to lead up to the, oh, my God, moment in this podcast Mm -hmm. that we have. We've been tripping on this for days. Um, We've been looking at each other going, did he really say that? And you'll see what it is here. Afghanistan,
1: Mm -hmm. very different from our Democrat-run cities where... Many, many people are killed in a week in cities that are run by Democrats and badly run by Democrats. But we have a little thing I think we should tell you because it's also depressing when you look at what's going on. We rebuilt our military. Our military is great. We have great leaders. You hear all about this woke stuff. And I think a lot of our military laughed off. But you know, at some point, it really gets in there and you become infected and And it's it's bad.
0: bad. These are Donald Trump's words. Thank you for transcribing that from the speech. These are his exact words where he says, it becomes infected and it's bad. He's telling us that the Democrat run cities and he's gonna name them later in the speech are going to become infected. We know with what? They already are, and it's going to get bad in the cities, guys, okay? We have been already warned about this, but he's telling us, which means the time is getting closer. Uh, we are almost at half an hour here, but we have a few more minutes. Um, he's going to go right into the next topic, I think. So are you want to go in?
1: Basically, also right before um, uh, with... Starting to to bring in Raising Cain, he talks about, he has a lot of 70,000 references.
0: Yes, 70,000.
1: And uh, I told you, I rebuilt the military weapons. We are, we have our, the ones we have are the greatest, should have never given 85 billion of it to, you know, I don't know if you know this, the Taliban. Afghanistan is just about a number one seller of arms because they say, they said, all right, and then he gives these numbers off here. They don't need 700,000 rifles. They don't need 70,000 trucks and cars. There's not even a used car lot in the world and you can multiply times 100 that you could multiply times 100 that would have 70,000 of anything. And we gave them 70,000 trucks. Many of them are armor plated trucks, cost millions of dollars to build these trucks individually, 70,000 and uh, we gave them night goggles, better than the ones we have, later models, right out of the box, $85 billion. There's never been anything like that. A lot of seven references, basically.
0: A lot of seven references. I think we're going to break here, and then we're going to come back, and this is going to blow your mind. Thank you for all that. You got it. So we're back. Hopefully this recording is uh, recording properly. They are censoring the blog now too, folks. So uh, it's pretty sad. I was posting these on the blog, but they're doing that too. So I'm going to make a reference to the article I haven't posted yet on the blog. And then I'm going to hand the mic over to Snackanon because he has some very uh, detailed explanations and observations regarding what I'm about to talk about. And I'm not going to give it all away, but I'm going to talk about the 10 days of darkness real quick here. Um I'm not going to go into it. I'm just going to talk about what I have here. We've been hearing about we've been hearing about this 10 days of darkness. We talked about it last time too. Yes. Real briefly, but there's a post number 88 which I posted on the blog at the uh, third part. This is the third part of the triple decode that we're on right now just for a reminder. 10 days, it says, this is November 5th, 2017, for, from our favorite number 17, post number 88. 10 days, darkness, scare tactics, D's falling, R's walk away removed. This uh, There's a bunch of stuff in here. I'm going to pick and choose. Disinformation is real. Distractions are necessary. There's a lot of other stuff in here, but where is POTUS, why is this relevant, military operations, operators in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Snow White, The Great Awakening, Godfather 3, and Q. Now, there's also another, another uh, post, 1440, where June 3rd, 2018, one of the most famous posts that people love to talk about, boom, 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 a week to remember, dark to light, blackout necessary. And if you reverse image it, it looks like a gun, and that is to me is our two A, our two A rights, which are going to be really important in all the things we have to say tonight. My God, I don't know how long this decode is going to be, but it's going to go as long as we need to to get all this information out. So there you go. That's my that's yeah. my little intro to that. Um, we, I always say, if the light should go out, I wrote a poem called, if the light should go out, please read it. I love, I love that picture of POTUS. I did not make it. It's a picture of POTUS walking out of the, uh, the debacle that occurred when he walked out of the white house and he went and stood with a Bible in front of the church, uh, next door. And then POTUS always talks about this general Raisin Raisin cane. Raisin cane, Mm -hmm. and it's not raisin cane's chicken, (laughs) (laughs) which is a whole other problem, guys. Raisin cane's chicken is a whole other problem, but um, raisin cane. He talks about this guy raisin cane, and there's so much disinfo out there. There's all this disinfo on the internet going, is is POTUS's speech? He's talking about this pretend general raisin cane. Well, guess what, guys. Uh, he's real raisin Kane. Well, you know, he's real. I know he's real because <laughs> we, uh, when we looked this up and found all this information, we've been blown away for like weeks. Okay. We've been blown away since the 23rd. And uh, let me just let you go here and I'll go back to this when you're done. Okay. Because it ties into the 10 cents and it ties into nine 11 and it ties into all sorts of stuff, the Taliban, Abdul, and the 10 days of darkness. So before, yes. before I get ahead of myself, let me just hand you over to do what you're going to do. And let's switch seats here because you can be closer to this mic where um, there's a a little man, a little man at the other end. He's uh, using his one inch pinky mm-hmm. to yeah. try to censor us. So I'm pr- praying this is not censored, but um. me let me address this for you. You're going to
1: have to talk to hear. Basically, um, he is, uh, Trump is going to, so he talks about Air Force One um, being two planes and they're 31 years old. And it Goes into how he needs to fly to Iraq, and he's basically an hour out, and um, or in flying into Afghanistan, and
0: no, no, he's
1: flying into Iraq. Flying into
0: Iraq. Iraq. It talks about a runway all the time. He tells the story all the time.
1: So, when I tell this, think of it maybe as it not being. The places that he's talking about and maybe also it not have happened yet it's going to happen so um when he was giving his speech he basically said uh he's on the plane and the guys that are flying with him tell president trump sir would you please do us a favor we like to close all of your windows. I say, why? We don't want any light on the plane. I said, why is that? Because we don't want the enemy to see us. Think of it. So they closed down all the shades. Everything was absolutely dark.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Then they say, sir, we're going to be turning off the lights on the plane. I said, what you have to do that? We just close all the shades and windows. What do you have to do? Sir, we gotta be dark. We don't want to get any light up there. I said, that's not good. But I love sitting with pilots, especially talented ones. And the most talented pilots in the world are the ones that fly Air Force One. And if you look at all these guys, they're like central casting. They look like Tom Cruise, but better. So I said, well, this is interesting because, you know, we don't have any lights. I said, how the hell do I get to the pilots? I can't see. They said, follow us, sir.
0: (laughs) You're doing a great job with the impersonation.
1: (laughs) We go through this dark hallway and upstairs and I sit down and even their cockpit lights are turned off. and I say, and I said, ah, hello, captain. Hello, sir. <laughs> you got to see these people. I'm telling you, they could, be, they could make movies. I could bring these guys out to Hollywood to be an agent. I'd make a lot of money for myself. I wouldn't make so much for them, <laughs> but, I'd, I, but I'd make a lot for myself. Like many other agents, that's what agents do. They make money for themselves.
0: Sure, they sure do.
1: Imagine that.
0: Ask this girl.
1: But, you know, I said, Captain, how are we doing? Very good, sir. I said, very dark in this plane, Captain. Yes, sir. It's okay, sir. So when we land in Cap, sir, we're landing in five minutes. I said, Captain, we're pretty low. I don't see any runway. I don't see anything. I'm looking out the window. It's dead black. There's no light. But we're over a desert. And he said, you're gonna be fine, sir, no problem. So three to four minutes go by and then they hear, I don't know if anybody flies, but you hear a sound from the computer. It's an incredible voice, but it's a computer voice. It goes 1,000. Now that means 1,000 feet. 1,000 feet is really low when you're in a big monster plane, right? 1,000 feet, sounds high, it's not. So it goes 1,900. 800, 700, 600, 500. I said, Captain, I don't want to see any runway, Captain. No problem, sir. Uh, and at this point, he mentions something about Brian Williams being a liar and <laughs> how brave Melania will think of them um, flying uh, really low in this plane. Uh, but so now we're at 500 feet. I don't see anything. 400, 300. 200. I say, Captain, there's no runway out there. I'm telling you, Captain. I got very good eyes, not like they used to be, but what is, right? I said, Captain, what the hell is going on, Captain? No problem, sir. 100. Now we're at 100 feet. That's like, I'll tell you what that's like, these lights, and Trump is pointing at the ceiling here. That's a little bit like, oh, about 50. So we got a little bit of double, and that's kind of low. And the captain says, okay, we're ready to land. I say to the captain, you want to pull up, captain? And bottom line, boom, boom, boom. Perfect landed. We landed.
0: I found your facts, by the way. Oh, you did? Yeah, I didn't mean them.
1: <laughs> so at this point, Trump gets off the plane with his story that he's telling the audience. I get off this plane. It's very, very late, like 2 o'clock in the morning, pitch black. A lot of dark references, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah? yeah. Pitch black, yeah. two
0: o'clock in the morning. Yes. Very significant. Noted. Yes.
1: I'm getting off, very few lights, and there's some soldiers down there, and there's a general, and then there's another general, mm-hmm. and then a drill sergeant. Mm-hmm. And I said, Look at these people. They're all like perfect people. You don't see people like this in the movie. The movies, they don't have people like this. Movie these people reference. are really amazing.
0: Yeah. Another movie reference. Wow.
1: So I'm walking down the stairs and I meet one general then I meet another. And I said, what's your name? He said, Cain, sir, I said, that's nice. What's your first name? Raisin, sir. And then all the people around Trump are like, they said, wait, did you say your name is Raisin (laughs) Cain? Yes, sir, I'm General Raisin (laughs) Cain. I said, General, you're the guy I've been looking for. You're the guy I've been looking for. What a great guy.
0: Yep. Wait till you find out.
1: So now, basically, (laughs) Trump is going into a meeting with, into a meeting room with all this military. Mm -hmm. And the story continues. So the general came in and the sergeant came in. The sergeant just, oh, man, I could take him. I can make a fortune with this guy. Perfect. Boom. I like to have a flat top like that. I don't think any... I don't think I have enough hair to pull it off, but he was great. And they're all sitting there and they have some others, all central casting people.
0: Central casting.
1: Central casting people. You something. So now Trump is one-on-one with Raisin Kane about Afghanistan. Trump goes. I said, well, if I gave you the authority to do it, how long would it take you? We could do it, sir, in three weeks. Did I, you
0: just say three weeks again?
1: Yeah, yeah, three weeks. Mm-hmm. We could do it in three weeks. In fact, and then Trump says, I said, General Raisin King, tell me about that. I've been hearing three years. What do you mean three weeks? Sure, we can do it in three weeks. We'll have time left over. So even under three weeks, I guess, huh? Yeah, yeah possibly. I said, so what would you do, Raisin? Sure, I'd hit him from here, but I'd hit him from there and there and here and there. We have bases all over the place. Sir, they didn't want to use them because they didn't want to insult the country where the bases was located. The country wouldn't even know, sir, what the hell we're doing or where we're going. (laughs) Sir, I'd hit him from the left and I'd hit him from the right (laughs) underneath, over the top. I'd hit him so hard, they wouldn't even know what was happening, sir. So he said, so general, I wanna think about this, but I've been told it's gonna to take a long time and you're telling me three weeks, you'll have time left over, sir. So I said, all right, look, I'm gonna go back to Washington. I gotta think about this. Bottom line, I get back, I said, go get them. He hit them left and right, under and over. He hit them so hard. And I got a call two weeks later. They were just about gone, but many of them have formed an area. And they wanted permission to wipe everybody. Just wipe them out, he said. You know, look, I did really well in real estate in New York City. I'm not like into this stuff, but I have a lot of common sense and I understand what has to be done. And they said, are you ready, sir? I said, ready for what? We wanna wipe them out, sir. I said, wipe them out? You know, I'm thinking about humans. I said, these are human beings. He said, no, they're not, sir. These are animals. These are animals. We want to wipe them out, sir. I said, how, you, how about taking the planes and flying over them a couple of times? General Raisin Kane said, you're wasting fuel if you do that, sir. I said, do you think they're going to surrender? I don't think what, I don't, I don't know what it is to surrender, sir. They're not going to surrender.
0: They don't know what it is.
1: They don't know what it is to surrender, sir. Yeah. They're not going to surrender. I said, try it for a day or so. Fly the F-18s over their heads and maybe you can get them to surrender. They won't do it, sir, but we're going to do it and we'll do it. I get a call back. They're not going to do any surrendering. He said, sir, they don't surrender. It's just the way it is. They don't know the word. They don't know what the word means. I said, what are you suggesting? He said, just let us do our job, sir. I said, do your job. And that was the end. 100% of ISIS gone.
0: And there it is. There it is. Uh- Didn't he say after this, the reason I'm telling you the story is he talked he talked straight to the students after that. And
1: uh-huh.
0: He said that reason I'm telling you the story is because you're going to be running this running country for a long time.
1: This young generation, This young, this young
0: generation because he's talking at, at the uh, Student Association for uh, Turning Point USA. Yes. Remember, the audience is a young, They're not old boomers, they're young people that are gonna be the future of America, our Republic that we're restoring. And he said, you know, more soldiers, um, and he basically went into speeches about the F-18 and the planes and the helicopters.
1: That's funny, he said, our people took our soldiers out first and then they went after us. Yeah. Uh, They used used to to come out come out of the woods and they come they head to certain locations, and then they see those F-18s, which now they own. And um,
0: they come out of the woods. They come out of There's the woods. no woods in friggin' Afghanistan or Iraq. <laughs> okay, it's a desert, you guys. We all know this. So these planes, these helicopters, we've been seeing these. Uh, I just uh, was talking with some anons about helicopters and planes all over. The United States and other parts of our, our world, U.S. military. So let's go back before we go into this. Yes. Let's go back to how you started talking to our audience today who's listening to this podcast. Before you started telling them this part of POTUS's speech, you explained to them that when you they listen to this, don't just listen to it as a story, you said. Correct.
1: Correct.
0: That POTUS is telling. How did you put it?
1: Uh, Try to, when you listen to us again, if you do, um, think of it as not being that place. Think of it maybe being the U.S.
0: Right. So maybe he's telling a story about Iraq, but really he's talking about facts that could be coming up for us in the United States and other parts of the world. So I think you're right, and here's why. First of all, you want me to go into this now? Or do you want to say anything else about this? Because I want to take a, not a break for the audience, but I want to take a break to the end before we get to this Australia part. Yeah. Um, But I want to talk about the, first of all, I want to talk about the blackout. Yes. So you started off and you told us a story of the runway. Yes. In fact, I have to look at my notes because there's so much to this. And he's talking about the runway and he's going into Iraq and he's basically they're telling him to close all the windows because they don't want any lights because the enemy can see the plane. Correct. They have to fly in the dark. And he's sitting there. You know, he's on Air Force One. He's not on an F-18, F-16 fighter jet. President's on Air Force One, it's a huge friggin' plane, a 747, imagine, with no lights on. By the way, he keeps referring to 747 and gives us those codes because in one of the uh, the double D code that we posted, uh, there's links to United States codes. Hillary and the gang had rigged the, uh, the Air Force One, I believe, uh, for POTUS. Uh, they used some unsafe metals in there, and they installed some unsafe stuff from China. Sure. And they committed some fraud as to the materials used in the plane, which is why Potus is having the planes be rebuilt right now because he's not an idiot. Uh, there has been many attempts on his life, and part of it had to do with the tampering uh, through Boeing. They had compromised people through Boeing tampering through ba- uh, Air Force One. And there are, uh, he's referred to this through sections because he can't say it because people are too friggin' dumb to understand it. And they just don't wanna, <laughs> under, they don't wanna understand it, especially the people that aren't listening to this podcast. And he's making references to the Boeing lawsuit. You guys can check it out. And you can uh, see it on the double decode on the blog, delaresengil.blog. There's, there's links to all the stuff that we found in previous uh, decodes with Snack and On. So go check those out. Um, I wanted to mention that because he talks about the plane being 31 years old. He's making references to the rigged bad stuff on the planes. He's also talking about the windows getting closed and no lights when the lights, or if the lights should go out, the blackout being necessary. He talks about how there's no lights and it's pitch black, dead black, no light. Then he talks, you went into, um, you went into uh, how he's landing. They get to the landing strip. There's no lights. It's like dirt, right? And it's 1,000 feet, 900 feet. He goes through it and he counts 1,000, 900, 800, 700, 600, 500, 400, 300, 200. And then there's 100 feet down. You know, 100 feet is not that much, he says. Mm-hmm. You guys, if you count down from 1,000 feet to 100 feet, one, two, three. So 1,000 is 1, 900 is 2, 800 is 3, 700 is 4, 600 is 5, 500 is 6, 400 is 7, 300 is 8, 200 is 9, 100 is 10. 10, 10 days of darkness. Yes. Boom, boom
1: boom.
0: <laughs> Blackout necessary. Now there's one more boom. He's only done three booms. He gave a fourth yes. one on a, different, on a different part of the speech, but we haven't gotten to the fourth boom because fourth when we one. get to the fourth boom, that's when the lights go out. HOTUS is telling us with this story in Iraq yes. that you so beautifully laid out for the audience. Thank you for bringing, this, bringing us from dark to light on this, literally, and all puns intended.
1: Yeah, sure, no problem.
0: You sure? Because I ate your snacks when you were talking. (laughs) Otis is talking about the blackout that's coming. Yeah. There's a blackout coming, folks. Be prepared. We posted, George Pittman spent days on this podcast. George Pittman's busy with chickens right now, but George George Pittman is... uh, Pittman's poultry? George Pittman spent days on this podcast. Telling you guys how to survive the storm, surviving the storm. So check the PDF out, get your supplies ready, order some collagen, shameless plug. Really, just, just get your supplies ready. You know, make sure you have your supplies that George has described in the uh, in the podcast, in the uh, blog post, because POTUS is telling us with the story of the landing in Iraq with no lights that in, there's gonna be 10 days of no light. Now, when is that coming? Not yet, because he hasn't given us the fourth boom. Now, here we go. In the speech, POTUS was talking with his hands. There's hand gestures that he's giving. Oh,
1: yes. Yeah. Okay,
0: and I posted these on the blog. I took screenshots of it. It's a very uncomfortable hand gesture to make. Your fingers feel screwed up doing this. It's worse than any gang sign you could ever try to throw up. But he's throwing up this these three fingers and he's pointing his index finger in. You're not going to understand this until you go to DallaraEssengill.blog and take a look at the three shots I've got.
1: The middle I've, ring and pinky are straight out. Yes. And the index is bent. But
0: the thumb is sticking out. It's not sticking. any kind of symbol you've ever seen before, but it, it gives you three booms, I think. However. If you got, make sure you enlarge the photos when you look at them because you can click on them and they get enlarged. And um, I want you guys to let us know what you think about these hand signals. Uh, Leave us a message on the blog. You can leave a comment. Make sure you enter your email address or I probably won't get your comment because everything else like that goes to spam. Now, blackout is necessary 10 days of darkness. Okay, look, a week to remember dark to light, blackout necessary, it says in post-1440. Now, you want to move on to Mr. Kane Because this is mind-blowing, guys. So, um, POTUS always talks about this general. You do the voice much better than I do. Sure. (laughs) That one? Yeah. (laughs) Sir, what's your name, sir? What does he say?
1: General Raisin Kane, sir.
0: Raisin Cain, Razin Kane, R A Z I N Kane. Well, guess what? General John D. Kane, Daniel Kane, General Dan Kane, his real name is General John D. Kane. All right, guys, are you ready for this? Are you ready for this? Because this is just beyond mind blowing general raisin dan kane was sworn in as the I, I have to pull this up so you keep you keep talking because i gotta pull this up here for a second uh, i gotta find the actual uh post because the photo is not pulling up here
1: so i i found it also interesting that the uh, the cities that he talked about when i was
0: Wait, oh, don't go there yet.
1: Don't go there yet. Okay. <laughs> don't go there yet. All right, don't
0: go there yet. Okay, i pulled it up. Lieutenant General John D. Kane is a real general. I mean, he's beyond a real general. You know how POTUS always says, "Don't pay attention to these television generals. There's some real amazing generals, right?" Yes. Well, he's talking about General General Kane. Now, who's our president? uh-huh donald trump uh-huh would biden ever appoint john d kane to any office no no he would appoint hunter biden to office he would appoint Schiff or one of his little cronies yeah, yeah. tom cruise
1: one of them that wearing, little man wearing a wig or something somebody
0: yeah. wearing a, what about that thing that, that thing in chicago what is that thing What's that thing? That Baywalker? Uh,
1: oh, the uh, Lori Lightfoot.
0: Lori Lightfoot might get appointed to something. Yeah. Camel Toe might get appointed, but he would never appoint a man of stature, honor, and dignity like General John D. Kane. Now, this Raven Kane that he keeps talking about, here you go. Lieutenant Gen- General Dan Kane, I posted this on the blog, you need to read it, was sworn in as the Associate Director for Military Affairs at the Central Intelligence Agency in Washington, DC on November 3rd of 2021. Let me say that again. (laughs) (laughs) Lieutenant General Dan Kane was sworn in as the Associate Director, the Associate Director for Military Affairs. Military Affairs includes Space Force, by the way. Central Intelligence Agency, we know what that is. On November 20, on November 3rd of 2021, his most recent assignment was at the Director of Special Programs in the Department of Defense, the DOD, Special Access Program Central Office at the Pentagon in Arlington, Virginia, where he served as the principal staff assistant and advisor to the Secretary of Defense for all programs protected under special access controls. He has served in a wide range of operational staff and joint assignments, primarily as an F-16 fighter pilot. Ah. What what has this guy not done? Weapons officer, member of the White House staff and special operations officer. He's a Master of Arts in Air Warfare from the American Military University. Um, He's completed a range of national security and leadership courses, including Harvard Kennedy School course for senior executives in national and international security. I I mean, it's mind boggling. His resume, I'm not going to read it because it would be like another episode, probably three episodes. And this guy uh, was a command pilot with more than 2,800 hours on the F-16, including more than 150 combat hours and he was a part-time member of the National Guard. And he's a serial entrepreneur and investor. I mean, this the intelligence level on this guy is like beyond anybody I've ever read. Uh, the, the, his resume is ridiculous. His his awards and his decorations are insane. And I urge you to look him up. He is uh he is also. Uh, very significant, because I'm going to go back to the blog here. Uh, not only did in 2021, now in 2021, whoever uh, appointed him as the associate director for military affairs at the CIA, isn't Biden, it's our president, Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. And he keeps saying all these wonderful things about raising raising pain. Now, I, since he was part of the uh, National Guard, okay, uh, the National Guard Bureau. This is from the National Guard's uh, website. He is, I believe, still working since he's in charge of all military affairs. That includes Space Force, National Guard. Uh-huh. And all these references he's making to being able to do this in three weeks. Yes. It's going to be what has to do with the blackout that's coming up. Yes it's going to have to do with the cities that POTUS you're going to go to next. It's going to have to do with the cities he's going to be talking. And we're going to talk about this. And, um, you know how he mentions many of them formed an area. He's talking about the people in the cities that are going to be forming an area.
1: Yeah. He, he, he used his hands and made like yeah, a circle, circle, like a kind of a,
0: we're going to get to that.
1: He's very theatrical with that.
0: I want to finish up with uh general, uh, Raising Kane here, because General Raising Kane, Ray, General Daniel Kane, uh, was part of the 113th Wing when 9/11 hit. So he has been around and dealing with the shit show since uh-huh. 9/11. He knows about what really went on at
1: 9/11. Uh huh.
0: I lost a friend on the flight in 9/11, Mark Bingham. And a lot of people I know lost a lot of people. And it's one of the darkest days in American history. Now, there's a reason why Raisin Kane has been appointed to serve as the director for the associate director. I wonder who the director is. The thing, I don't wanna go into Flynn right now because he's very controversial and there's people just breathing down my neck for anything I say. But um, I, I think Flynn is playing a role. Um, I don't think I don't think Lindell is playing a good role. But I think Flynn is playing a role with the DS. We're not going to go into him, but we're talking about raising Kane. You guys, he's in charge of military affairs here. He's the associate director for military affairs right now at the CIA in DC, wow. working with the Pentagon. So what does that tell you? POTUS is telling us a story about this guy in Iraq. What's your name, sir?
1: General Raisin Cain,
0: sir. And we just read you this guy's resume. Go look at this guy. He's amazing. He's probably going to be, maybe he'll be our vice president. We don't know. I think we're going to have a VP that's going to be a general. That's my guess. Um, But in the meantime, uh, we are here, and I believe here, when POTUS talks about raise raise General Cain, I think these, uh, the three, the term, the third term that's coming up is why he keeps mentioning this 10 cents, okay? And um, it has something to do with all the 10, the number 10 has a lot to do with this Uh in in these talks he's having. Now, before we move on to the cities, because I think that's like a next really big uh, topic that we're gonna go into, he did also mention about how Mattis, who turned out to be bad, with taking three years to do this, right, he mentioned Mattis, and he talked about how it only took uh, General Kane to do this in three weeks, but even less.
1: Three weeks with time left over.
0: Right. Now, I want to go back to the 2 a.m. pitch black reference. Mm -hmm. He said it was 2 a.m. and it was pitch black. I think that's when we're going to see the 10 days of darkness. It's going to come at 2 a.m., I think that was a hint. Yes. Yeah. I think that was a hint. You can look for it. You can look for that at 2 a.m. They're going to probably start it at 2 a.m. I, that's just what I think. Um, and I think we can probably take a little break here because the next part is huge. And I think the next part has a lot to do. We're going to do a little bit of recap here about the how he calls them animals and the uh, many of them formed areas and they don't know what surrender means. So... Take a little break and come back. What do you think?
1: Sounds good. we back? I'm back. Oh, I'm having a popsicle.
0: I can tell. You like your popsicle?
1: Like the orange juice.
0: Just plain oranges.
1: It's very really good.
0: Just no, no sugar, nothing. Well, well, thanks for giving me one, too. That was pretty good, actually. Just plain mm-hmm. oranges, frozen, right?
1: Yes, very good.
0: Highly recommended. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I finally got a treat. <laughs> All right, so now we're going to go into uh we're going to go into the cities. We're, let, let's just start with uh, the, how, he, how he got a call in two weeks. Let's recap real quick from, mm-hmm. from General Kane. Now, we know the National Guard. He talks about the National Guard a lot and uses it as an example of the January 6 um, setup right. and act. And the National Guard, we know, is already in place. We know the military's already in place. Mm -hmm. And we've seen numerous and countless uh, video from regular citizens and patriots of military vehicles all around the United States. Now we're hearing about
1: it. Like on trains and
0: trains. We've seen them in the skies. We've seen them parked in parking lots where they shouldn't be. And we also know that they're using regular vehicles in disguise. I believe they're using truckers, truckers. I believe they're using uh, FedEx. Sure. I don't care what they're using. I don't, I think they're using Southwest. I think they're, you know, because listen, when a military takes over a country and there's an insurrection, Uh it's kind of like the police coming over to your house and saying, hey, we're doing a stakeout. Uh, there's a drug ring across the way from your apartment complex or something, or, you know, this happens. We see it in the movies all the time. Uh, There's, you know, old 70s movies where, you know, the the cops would come in and say, oh, we're going to need to take over your place, sweetheart, or you got a stakeout across the street, you know, and then you'd see these guys smoking cigarettes and just basically be demeaning, but whatever. (laughs) I mean, this stuff actually Columbo, was it Columbo? (laughs) I mean, you'd see this happen all the time. And it happens all the time. I've worked in police departments and I've, I've worked with law enforcement where they have to do stakeouts. So imagine this as a bigger stakeout, okay? How do you, how do you... Uh, you're going to have to get creative. They're going to have to get creative. You're gonna. They're gonna have to get creative. They can't scare people. And uh,
1: they're going to have to use uh, all sorts of vehicles and and different com- uh, sorts of companies just to blend in
0: have you ever seen the pink panther <laughs> yeah. the, I uh, mean inspector Clouseau with how his disguises with
1: disguises how's he have to blend in yes I mean,
0: he, he's got to take a what is it a an elect a vacuum business that one where he's vacuuming the lady's house uh-huh. God, i gotta watch that again just to <laughs> get a laugh um you know there's all these different types of scenarios You know, that Inspector Clouseau puts himself in We're going to see that. We're using these examples because, number one, it's something, you know, I've thought about. How how does it going to happen? And it's something you guys can relate to as the listeners out there. I'm sure there's countless movies and countless scenarios where you've seen a stakeout or somebody in disguise going to bust somebody. This is just normal. Now, how do you do this on a global, national, and then a global scale? You've got to... uh, infiltration instead of invasion they're going to use the deep state's tactics back on them we are now reverse infiltrating pOTUS has military everywhere
1: yeah without freaking out everybody that right. playing military vehicles
0: can you imagine how much these purple hairs would freak out right now yes. if they saw a national guard walking down the street y- yeah they would lose their shit, yeah. and we wouldn't be able to get our groceries i keep telling everybody this now who's in charge of the national guard didn't we just say he's the associate director mm-hmm. of military services at the Pentagon at CIA appointed in 2021? Not by Biden. Biden's not your president. Biden's on anything.
1: He's too qualified for Biden anyway. <laughs>
0: I don't I think he would have a lot more words to say than that. <laughs>
1: yeah, yes.
0: I'll hit him from the left, I'll hit him from the right, I'll hit him from above and below. Sure. <laughs> I love it when Plotus does that. Sir. Sure. sure. He does, he's, he's hilarious. Hilarious. But you know, we have to be serious here, I guess. Yeah. Um, so the, the the point is the military is already here. We got this news earlier uh last year, actually at the end of last year, that the military was in place indeed in all the major cities. They are in disguise. This is a very big operation. I can't wait to see how much censorship we're going to get. Um, now we're going to go to, this is going to be difficult for some people, but not the people that are listening because the people that are listening aren't idiots and they're not purple haired morons that are screaming, you know, Cogdis crap. Yeah. So it's going to be difficult for the people that are not listening, that are not paying attention, that have, you know, drank the triple juice they're done. They're done. Okay, mm-hmm. guys, you guys got to understand this isn't easy for POTUS. We saw it in his eyes. He looked very upset at the last one, not the Wisconsin one, the one in uh, DC. But we're going to get to that one later on a separate decode one day. So let's go. Let's talk about it. Let's just go right into it. Um, you know, POT- how do we begin? you start because there's just so much here
1: you mean with these cities the cities what's
0: gonna happen with the cities what are where are we at right now? We're waiting for Potus to come back. We know that Kane's in charge of all this ah. okay
1: well in in the the story that I was telling uh, he mentioned um, the cities, mm-hmm. New York City
0: well he, he starts talking about the separate cities but before we dive, dive into the cities yes. We need to explain to people what's going to happen. We need to give them a foundation. Oh, the listeners are listening to us going, what are they talking about? Um, Because we, you and I have been talking about this for so long that we need to explain to them, maybe go back a little bit. Okay. And what your theory was on what's going to happen. Now, this isn't part of the speech, but please explain to the audience, if you don't mind, Like, just give them a brief overview without using the word with the needle thing and the, you know, well I, I I zombie's a good word yeah the, the,
1: when he was mentioning about uh the animals, um,
0: right, that these people are animals, they're not human beings
1: they're they're not going they don't understand these
0: are these are human beings, he said to raising to general Kane to Dan Kane, and he said, no, sir these are animals. These are animals. He's not just talking about ISIS. Yeah. He's sadly talking about the people that have changed their DNA. They're no longer human beings.
1: You know, I'm thinking about humans. I said these are human beings. Right. And Raisin Cain. No, they're not, sir. These are animals. These are animals.
0: We want to wipe them out, sir. Um. So, uh, POTUS wanted to just scare them by flying planes over the major yeah. cities. I think what he's talking about is the people that are so far gone, whether that's four to 6% that are lost in the major cities. I don't know.
1: They're not going to do any surrendering. No, uh, they don't know the purple that hairs are not going to surrender. They don't know what that word means.
0: No, uh, they and- were throwing rocks at people wearing MAGA hats.
1: Yeah, if you're flying F-18s to, to scare them, you're just going to be wasting fuel. You're just wasting time because they, they can't comprehend and they, they won't know. Uh,
0: so the ones that go crazy and try to attack normal people and kill them with knives, he keeps bringing up knives. Yeah. Okay, because I think they're going to confiscate, not our guns, okay, but they're going to, when the military takes over a city, They're not going to allow guns in those cities. Okay. I'm telling you right now, that's going to happen. If, if there was a war zone with Antifa, let's Mm -hmm. talk about Antifa because people can relate to this. Remember when the left hired these video game rejects uh, and I love video games, by the way. So (laughs) video game rejects that were just, you know, trying to be thugs and they were wearing all black and they were basically gacked out of their minds. A lot of them were on drugs. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of them were uh, MK altered out of their minds and prepared for this. And some just signed up for a cash check. But remember when they set up that thing in Seattle? No, come, you can't come in here. This is our city.
1: Oh, they made their fake with the book.
0: Yeah. Right. And we know what happened in Minneapolis. Okay. Yeah. Now, when, if those people had guns or arms or whatever, those people, they were illegal. First of all, you got to be legal. And they're cracking down on ghost guns, by the way. So there's going to be legislation, but there's also going to be empowerment for the people. Our Second Amendment rights are going to be very important. Now, if those people back then, at the Antifa stages of this show that we've been watching, were armed and dangerous, and some of them were by the way. Mm-hmm. If the military had really publicly taken over, like let's say it was a little bit different than what we saw, or should they showed us. They would take their guns away. Mm -hmm. They would because they don't want to get shot and killed, right? You would confiscate the guns of not the citizens, not the rightful gun owners, but of the thugs of these people. Like, let's say there's illegal people crossing the border. They catch them. They've got guns. They're not going to let that guy have his guns. They're not going to let the MS-13. When the police apprehend a criminal, don't you think they take away their gun? Okay, that's what I'm getting at. They would have to remove the weapons of these people it, in these war zones, is what I'm saying. Now, if you have a group of people in a city, like the little tiny one on the streets where they tried to, Antifa tried to create their own little city.
1: Yeah, they like, put a wall there. Yeah, yeah. You,
0: would need to, you would need to disarm them. You would need to control the situation. That's mm-hmm. it. If this happened in a bigger scale in a city like LA, Chicago, New York, Mm -hmm. And these Antifa type people tried to bond together and do bad things to citizens, us, the United, you know, we, the people, the military would have to intervene, step in, National Guard, what have you, who cares what military arm of the military, whatever they're using. And they would have to secure the area and make sure these people are not armed. Mm -hmm. Okay. I think we're going to see this. I really do. And I think when he's talking about these areas, these cities. Now we're gonna go into the cities. I think what we're gonna see is a bunch of people because when POTUS returned publicly, he's already still our president. He's appointing people like General Paine. Um, There's gonna be some backlash because the public is so programmed and so mind controlled as we all know. We can't talk to our friends, our family, our relatives because they're gone.
1: The triggering is
0: is unbelievable. But then there's some people that are just triggered. And then there's some people that are going to get violent. Those people, unfortunately, have drank the triple juice. They're mind controlled. Now they're whatever bots are going on in them, they're controlled. And the cities are where these populations are concentrated. Yes. Okay. The city of LA, not Orange County. Okay. Not Ventura, not San Bernardino, the city of LA. The city of San Francisco, Manhattan, the city of New York, the city of Chicago, not the suburbs of Chicago, the cities. Mm-hmm. So he's focused on the cities. So let's talk about that. When he talks about the story in Afghanistan, the landing strip, yes. he's also talking about what's coming to the cities, how the people that we are that are attacking. Potentially, us, we, the people. These are animals. At that point, that's what I'm getting.
1: And how he used his hand, saying that they they were all going to congregate and form
0: a, form an area. Form an area. Yeah, that's what I thought of too. So flying planes over them, it's not going to work. If this happens, POTUS comes back and they start losing their minds again. Flying an F-18 over them ain't going to work. They're going to get crazier. So they're going to have to take care of these people somehow. Because if they start getting violent towards we the people, we're not going to have a bloody war. The military is going to step in and handle it. That's how I see it. Now, it doesn't mean they're going to go out and wipe people out like they did with ISIS. I think POTUS is telling us what they're going to do to them, so we're going to get there. Mm -hmm. Okay? So don't worry, folks. It's uh, coming. And I think when, when he says, do your job, he calls Kane and says, do your job. What's Kane's job right now? He's associate director of military affairs. Uh-huh. So he's giving him permission to do his job. Now, uh, let's go to the next, uh, which is where we are in uh, the city of New York. He starts talking about, right? He starts off with, uh, where are we, Paige? Oh, I'm a little bit ahead of myself here. Um, He's talking about number one. He goes right into after just wipe them out. He says he did really well in New York City real estate, right? He was number one in New York City. He mentioned New York City in the middle of this talk with General Kane about the ISIS wipeout. Remember? Yes.
1: He said, you know, look, I did really well in real estate in New York City.
0: He mentioned New York City first.
1: I'm not like into this stuff, but I have a lot of common sense and I understand what has to be done.
0: That was it right there. That's that sentence right there. He has a lot of common sense and he understands what has to be done. And then he goes, these are human beings. Now, New York City, we were told to watch New York City, not New York, not the state of New York, New York City. But we were told to watch all of California.
1: Well, are you ready, sir? we want to wipe them out sir i said wipe them out you know i'm thinking about humans i said these are human beings he said no they're not sir these are animals these are animals and we want to wipe them out sir
0: remember chad <laughs>
1: uh chad. chad oh the uh,
0: cannibalistic human underground the dweller
1: dweller the, 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 the old 80s movie. 1984
0: I think, horrific uh, movie yeah Terrible movie. But, Chud. Check out Chud, folks. So, you know, I'm not saying this is all Chud, but um, I think we're going to see a, some something of a, somewhat of a zombie apocalypse when it comes to certain groups of populations that are going to be so defiant and so out of their minds that they're going to need to be controlled. Um, I think it's going to start off in New York City. And I think it's going to start off because he talks about it, but we're not going to get to all the cities in this fee code. We're going to talk about it when we get to DC because he named them all.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, next time we're going to talk about them, but right now we're going to talk about the um, the. Well, we kind of t- we kind of said what's going to happen with all the different cities. So if you want to move on from that, we can. But um, we d- he did go into how. Uh, we need more soldiers, and he went into um,
1: Australia. He he said, we moved the soldiers, the people that Abdul was so afraid of, we removed them from Afghanistan, and our people took our soldiers out first, and then he
0: he went straight to Australia.
1: Basically, he's saying that they were coming out of the woods and heading to certain locations. They talked about F-18s. He even brought up uh, the best helicopters in the world, the Apaches, mm-hmm. and we gave billions and billions. And I think the only country that had more than them outside of us was Australia. Think of it.
0: So think about it. Think about it. Australia is a hot spot, guys. Australia is huge in this in this uh, war game that's going on behind the scenes. Yeah, I believe that Australia is indeed cooperating, part of the alliance with the United States. We are going to hear from one of my favorite annons on Monday Matters. We're going to be doing Australia, so check that out. Um, you'll be hearing from our our one of our annons on Australia in Australia on Monday Matters. So stay tuned for oh, that. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, so what POTUS is pointing to is that, um, and he talked about Germany as well, the fifty-two thousand soldiers in Germany, but. What he's, what he's talking about, he keeps talking about this is uh, this is a movie, basically. And he keeps talking about how this is central casting. He talked about the- how everybody's so good looking. They could be actors. He could make money off of them if he was an agent. What does that mean to you?
1: I mean, everywhere he was going, on the plane, in the everywhere. meeting rooms, everywhere. And he just can't get over how good looking these people all are. They're better than Tom Cruise. Yeah, yeah. everything's
0: and, better and than cockroaches <laughs> are better than cockroaches
1: <laughs> and, uh, so basically yeah central casting
0: central casting you are watching a movie who told us that
1: which i also would think that if people are playing a role
0: mm-hmm.
1: why wouldn't some of them play maybe as police officers or something to be dressed up as you know, it's so just a, it's just a theory i guess you know? well
0: i think your theory has a lot of basis to it mm-hmm. and i think that he talks about that um he's going to go into that so with, let's hold on to I'll that hold lot, on to that
1: but because
0: you know, he talks about that and i think um you are correct you had mentioned that before and i want you to explain that to the audience when we get there yeah so let's let's keep moving on um because this will we'll come and come back to some of these subjects here um, he did talk about the media, he talked about Germany, about NATO, about the uh 430 billion that we took in, um, and the Ukraine. Remember, uh, Wheaton Burn?
1: Oh, yes, <laughs> Wheaton yeah.
0: Burn. So, the Ukraine he talks about the Ukraine a lot, and he talks about this number 35 when he talks about the Ukraine 35 trillion in debt, 35 times the firepower.
1: Uh, he mentioned 35 three times. We, three times. we have 35 trillion dollars in debt. We have all these problems, and we're handing money out. And honestly, that was something because right now it's much tougher to sell because I guess they have 35 times. Russia has 35 times the firepower. And he can continue on, but he.
0: So keep that number. In one
1: paragraph. Keep
0: that number in your in your head. Now, they're trying to fake a nuclear attack. John D'Souza warned us about this. They said that's all the left has left. He warned us about this a year ago. And he said they're going to try to fake a nuclear attack in the Ukraine, the left is, to put fear into the public. And a lot of the public out there believes this shit, Mm -hmm. by the way. They're donating money to the Ukraine still, these idiots. But um, in, in a matter of months, the people, patriots think there's a real war going on in the Ukraine when all we're doing is taking out cause mafia mess. Yeah,
1: now, you see, sometimes you see a lot of Ukrainian flags on cars. It's and,
0: amazing. I don't know what it's really amazing. Yeah. Now, something he says when he talks about nuclear capacity is North Korea, Ukraine, China, and uh-huh. Iran. Uh-huh. And as soon as he says Iran, he goes right into... I ran once, and I ran twice. He takes the word Iran, yeah, and then he uses it to, uh, to create two words, I ran for office once, I ran for office twice. Now, the reason he does that is to emphasize the word Iran without emphasizing it. And he's talking about nuclear threat from Iran.
1: Maybe the worst is going to be Iran, because Iran very shortly is going to have a nuclear weapon that they never, ever would have had. They were ready to make a deal. They would have made a deal within one week after the election. This is
0: if. Right.
1: Trump. And then he basically uh, says a few more things. I ran twice. I won twice. I did much better a second time than I did the first time. So there you go.
0: So... Basically, I think he's pointing to Iran as being the nuclear threat, not the fake news media, Ukraine bullshit that they're they're pushing, the Russia hoax, because he talks about that. Where is Ukraine? It's in Russia. Yeah. Um, uh, if we're going, let me let me read this real quick. In our community, if we're going to, um, okay. So he talks about he talks about if it, we're going to save our country, uh, we're going to have to defeat climate the climate change, the climate hoax. And he goes into that because I think it's really uh, interesting because of the nuclear uh, story or threat. You know, climate would be something that we would be uh, worried about, right? Because he goes straight into the wind after that, right? Mm -hmm. So he's relating when he talks in order and sequential order, it's all related. So he's talking about Iran, Then he says he ran, right? I ran nuclear, and then he talks about um, uh, our communities. Okay, our movement is the future, and he says the big issues are our communities. If we're going to save our country, we're going to have to uh, defeat the climate hoax and uh, have the power to generate and move um, our own. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what, I can't read what I wrote here, but power basically. So he's talking about climate and power, which is um, also, I wanted to kind of go back and I know this is a convolut- a little convoluted, but the blackout also references um, the 10 days of darkness. I think we're going to see a lot of the Tesla technology once the 10 days of darkness is over. I think we're going to see a lot of the power up. I, they're using that 10 days because you have to stop popping the tree to sharpen the Uh ax. And you can't just go from one system to another without turning the system off and starting the other system. If, If you and I were to change internet providers, like you were to change from, I don't know, internet provider A to internet provider B, you would have to literally call up, literally the second internet provider, ask for new service, maybe get new equipment, Maybe have a rep come out to your house. I haven't done it in a while, so I don't know. But so
1: if you're gonna be turning off the power, you might as well do that at a as well.
0: Yes. So he's making references to the to the power. And he always kind of throws in some kind of thing. Sometimes he throws in something about his uncle, John. Oh yeah. And you know, it's just the Tesla technology that he's, he's he referring grabbed
1: to. The Tesla technology. Yes, he did. Yeah.
0: And he talks about dark, dark to light. And, you know, I have an article called Dark to Light, so you can check more out there because it actually has the clips of John um, Trump, his uncle, talking about how he grabbed them. I actually have that on the blog. Mm -hmm. So that's really important to check out because one of the things he's going to go into here that we're going to talk about right here, right after this sequential order of events, the nuclear, the Iran, the power, he goes right into wind, he goes right into wind. And he talks about how he he predicted um, it would take three years to destroy, uh, do you have this here? I'm taking a look at these notes. I predicted
1: Germany three years ago. Remember I said Germany is going to destroy their economy because they decided to get rid of their nuclear. nuclear. They call and they were going to go all wind, wind, you know, wind. When it doesn't blow, don't worry about it, darling.
0: We just, okay, wait, you know what? This is a really crazy moment, okay? We're just gonna, we're not taking a break. We're gonna give you an aside here. What you just said, say it again.
1: I predicted Germany three years ago. Remember, I said, Germany is going to destroy their economy because they decided to get rid of their nuclear. They call and they were going to all wind, wind, you know, wind.
0: Stop they were going to win. He didn't say wind the first time. He uh-huh. left the D out.
1: He left the D out. Okay.
0: What I see is that Germany is not a nuclear threat. That's what he's saying. Aye. If we hear that any fake news, Germany is a nuclear threat. That's good. Basically, he's telling us, don't worry about Germany. Mm-hmm. They're going to win, D. They're going wind. And then he says wind. Now, this next line that he says, when it doesn't blow, don't worry, darling. What the hell does that mean? Stuff that from Casablancas and shit? What is POTUS watching? And he says, We just don't, we just won't watch television. When it doesn't blow, don't worry, darling. We just won't watch television. And then he goes, And solar. Okay, what the hell is he saying?
1: And solar, it's fine, but it doesn't, it doesn't move, move the needle.
0: The needle, the needle of Seattle. I, Seattle Space Needle. He's making a reference to that, in my opinion. Um, it's nothing to fire up those big, uh, what is it, those big massive factories in Germany. They were in big trouble because they dumped, what is it, coal and nuclear. So I want to go back to this. When it doesn't blow, don't worry, darling. What is that from? I don't know. Is that from a movie? It sounds like a line from a movie. Almost. A you keep going. We just won't watch television. So it's making a reference, okay? Yeah. He's making a reference to some kind of movie, and uh, still haven't figured that one out. But it will, it will, it will uh, go from dark to light eventually. We figure these things out, and if you have any ideas what that means, please do leave us a comment on the blog. Now, he did say he has a little German. He has a little German in his blood. For the first time, I heard him say that, and it I was direct reference.
1: They laughed at the United Nations when I made the speech, and I said it, and these German, and I said it, and these German guys. And I have a little German in my blood. I will tell you, they were laughing.
0: Yeah. Well, I thought that was kind yeah. of interesting that he mentioned yeah. that, and also, um, also he said this week uh, when this week the White House declares a national emergency. And guess what happened? They declared the uh, hey, hey, we're the monkeys. Remember? Oh, yeah. So he warned us about that, and that came. Um, he said it's too hot to, to, and too cold. And he mentioned uh, the August 15th. He, he mentioned something about August 15th. I don't know. Did you catch that? He talked about 1920 global freezing, anything can happen. And then he mentioned 1888, how it wiped out the state and the worst hurricane in 1888. Do you remember that? Did you catch
1: uh that? yeah, yeah. The
0: and then he talked about weather being uh, how farmers and starvation caused a food crisis. And he talked about the Dutch growing uh the growing oh, food the crisis and, and for the, the Dutch,
1: the climate crisis hoax with the in the Netherlands, yes. uh, the risking famine and starvation yes, yes. with the farmers. yes, And um, this is what he said about that. They're saying you can't farm your land. We're not going to give you fertilizer. You have to get rid of the cattle. You, know you have why? to
0: get rid of the cattle.
1: You know why, right? You know why. I won't tell you because they'll say I said something that isn't that terrible. They want to get rid of the cattle. Because what it does to the globe, half of your cattle, they want out. You'll be next. You'll be next.
0: Stop there. <laughs> okay. You guys, did you hear what on just said? That POTUS, he was quoting POTUS. Half of your cattle, they want out. You'll be next. So I posted this on the, on the uh, blog. Check it out from Lin Wood's Telegram channel, The Food, uh, The Motley Moose, and The Human uh, Meat Industry. Um, why does, do we even go to, the, have we even gotten to The Food yet? That was last time. We talked about that last time, didn't we? Where, yeah. where is that? Where he was talking about The Food? Okay, so I found it. It was in Arizona. When he was talking at the Prescott rally, he was talking about how the press had made such a bullshit story about him throwing food in the White House. And he said, I have too much respect for the White House and too much respect for people to do it, to eat the food. Now, spoiling green is the thing, folks, if you haven't seen the movie, I'm not going to watch it again, but I saw it a long time ago. And the reason why they're pointing uh, to these motley moves uh, the food came up in the last speech now he's talking about the cattle. And there's a lot of problems in the in the meat industry, because they have been actually putting human meat in a lot of different things. And uh, Montana sky, I think, and I touched on this, we haven't really gone into it too much, but um. This is why he's saying they have to get rid of the cattle. You know why, right?
1: Well, yeah. He, I mean, from the last time, I won't say as much, but it's basically him throwing the food in the White House. Don't I don't throw food. I don't throw food anywhere. I eat the food, which is a problem.
0: Right. Right. I'd so. be better
1: off if I threw it. <laughs> <laughs> I think next time I'll throw it. But anyways, he's just saying right. no to the food.
0: So, you know, be careful of your meat. We went over this last time, um, but, you know, make sure you're buying grass-fed, locally grown and where you know where your food's coming from. And let's just go on. All right. So um, he talks about the uh, pregnant women. And um, he said, you would not trust these people to a babysitter and with your children for 10 minutes. Oh, wow. And he said, um, liberate uh children from captivity right america's children from captivity of the marxist left and you know he went off on this and he said what they're doing to our children is incredible and this is a a matter of national survival he talked about kids a lot between cattle okay the mention of cattle and Uh cows and then the talking about again the keeping men out of women's sports But children were mentioned right between the cattle and this category, the food crisis, cattle and and children. All right. So anyway, I wanted to kind of just move on from that. And um, we can take a little, have we taken a break yet? Do We just come back. I don't know where we're at anymore. We can keep going. We can keep going. The women's sports again, the men out of women's sports, you know, the guy, the swimmer in a woman's body.
1: She was on the podium a month ago. She was just standing there. Basically it's the same Same story.
0: Wingspan.
1: Uh, Last time it was Wheaton Burn, this time. um, Wingspan. Expanded his arms, saying about the wingspan. And uh, one thing though, when he expanded his arms, he said this and she said well that's I don't know what's going on here he yells and he actually when he was telling the story of the wingspan and the the windburn the very part the last part of it he yelled it he did
0: he raised his voice he
1: raised it very high and as you know she was seriously injured that day because during the race he went by her so fast that she got windburn horrible horrible windburn. I mean, if, if you it was really
0: bad. Yeah, the really loud. So he's really emphasizing windburn. So at the beginning of the article that I'm posting, I posted a picture of what windburn really looks like. And I also post this is on the old article, you can check that out. I also posted a picture of uh, what it looks like when they talk about the uh, the hey hey where the monkeys and also what they're convincing people of. So take a look at that. That's in last time's uh, images and notes. So he went off to, after, you know, we've already talked about the eighth of a second, 18 U.S.C. 38, 18 U.S.C. 216. We've talked about all these sections, 116, about mutilation, female genital mutilation. We've already gone over this. He said, these people are sick and stupid, right? Um, He talks about LeBron a lot, you know, Mr. Illuminati himself. He goes, I don't like him, but I always wanted to ask, ever think of, I wanted to ask LeBron, ever think of becoming a woman? And he says, I don't care if it's PC or not.
1: (laughs) Did you ever, because I'd like to have you on my team. I'd love (laughs) to have you on our team.
0: Becoming a woman. It's hilarious. Well, maybe he is. Maybe we're going to see him go trans, like, uh, what's his name? Bruce Jenner?
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, you, you see him. I, I don't know if he does it every game. I've
0: seen Bruce, by the way, since oh, he's had did? his transition. At, yeah. Um, yeah, I saw him locally uh, at somewhere. I won't say where, but I, it was not like I was at an event or oh, anything. Oh, how do you look? Like or... a friggin' massive dude in women's clothing. <laughs> he looks fucking horrid. Excuse my language. It looks like a dude. I mean, I've seen way better looking trannies in San Francisco.
1: Uh, so they're they're using Photoshop.
0: Uh, oh God, he had five o'clock shadow, <laughs> he couldn't walk in those damn heels, he had, had like a little Porsche or something, I don't know what the hell, he, he's not okay, um, but then again he was with the Kardashians for a while. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the LeBron thing always happens. And uh, I
1: mean, if you if you ever watch LeBron, there's videos out there of him doing the the whole hand signals. Oh yeah, for kind of like Least Herschel of Walker and,
0: recently did. Ah uh, yeah. Herschel Walker held up the Illuminati symbol. Uh, yeah, he did. What yeah. another loser POS yeah. shit stain. All right, so there you go. He can throw him out too. There's no one left to trust folks. They're all they're all bad, except for POTUS. I think Linwood is a good guy. And I think we have some good generals that we're going to find out about more. Um, <laughs> the military can't recruit, he says. When you look at our borders, after he talks about uh, the First Amendment, he says, who's funding the silencing? Um, he says, we're going to use all power on free speech to keep keep our free speech mm-hmm. i know all about this i'm being censored like crazy um the only way to stop extreme extremism is says we do we do them what they do to us we don't have people what what do you have to say about this because okay. I, i'm kind of like my notes are uh, the if here. they keep
1: lying and lying and lying you just keep Blasting them with the truth.
0: Yes, we keep blasting them with the truth, like Jesus said.
1: You do it over and over again. I believe even Lynn Wood said to do
0: that. So he said uh, he said something interesting um, in inflation. Okay. Mm-hmm. By the way, he said there's more of us than there is them, and that's true. He said inflation is going to eat everybody alive. I thought that was really interesting. Uh, you know why? Yeah. We, we have to reclaim
1: America. The issues we have discussed today are just the beginning. There is so much to be done. If we are going to save our country, we have to work immediately. We have to stop the radical democratic socialist spending spree and stop runaway inflation. It's going to eat everybody alive.
0: Cannibal gate. Hello gate. The, the person who came to my office, freaking out in Hollywood, who, saw, who went to a very high elite level of non-elite scumbag, vile vermin, all celebrities that were eating somebody alive.
1: We haven't seen anything yet. We have to abolish all COVID mandates and lockdowns. Rehire every patriot. Who was shamefully fired from the military with an apology.
0: I <laughs> guess what that means. Yeah,
1: You have to give them an apology and all of their back pay. And we have to end the invasion. Yes. And that's what it is. It's an invasion, just like a military invasion.
0: So guess what? I believe that our military going back to the National Guard, going back to the Associate Director of, of Military Affairs, General Kane Mm -hmm. is already here. He's saying the invasion is here. Our military is already here.
1: Mm -hmm. Our
0: military's in place. And he talks a lot here. We're going to go into uh, ICE, MS-13. How they run into a nest and they love knives. Okay. And he talks about this a lot, but he's talking about ICE, Border Patrol, and cops. Why is he doing that?
1: Basically, um, that's who's going to be taking taking
0: control. Yeah, ICE. He says these guys are tough. Tough patriots. Tough. Uh, He says he talks about how tough ICE is, how tough border patrol is, and he says we need to give our police their power back. Which I agree one thousand percent. I know a ton of frustrated police officers that are just have had it. I've had it. You've had it. We've all had it. But now, he's talking about ICE border patrol and cops in every speech because he's getting we the people used to police presence that's going to be coming up all over the streets. yeah, Everywhere.
1: These guys are rough, tough people. Yeah. And I know a lot of people in these first three rows and some of them, and some of these guys
0: are very tough. They wouldn't even do it. So, um, He talks about he mentions this number 238 and I looked it up and it was 6USC 238, Office of Domestic, Office for Domestic Preparedness. So there's a lot of references here. I believe um, that they are going to oh
1: yeah, he was going into World War II there.
0: World War II in 1940s about the 248 bombers, the 315 bomber aircraft. Um, he, he talks a lot about these.
1: The story had... uh, One ship a day. One ship a day. Uh, He loves watching old movies, black and white. Yes. Um, And he loves watching the old documentaries. And he talks about 238 bombers flying over Mm -hmm. from the old 1940s. And and guess what that
0: is? That's the uh, two section USC 238, the Office for Domestic Preparedness. Go check it out, folks. He's making references to our laws here.
1: You've got big, massive bombers, 248, and then there's another one at 315 attacking. And I'm looking at this and saying, boy, look at that. I don't know. Do we have the capability of doing this anymore? Think of it. 248 bombers. So he went 238, 248, 315, 248, and then all those bombers ended World War II.
0: So I haven't Figured out all these numbers yet? Because we could be here all day. But um, I really believe that the ICE, the Border Patrol, the cops, um, the references to the 1940s—I uh-huh. believe this is getting us ready to see more police on the street. And what do you? What were we talking about before? Who are these police really? They are the military military i think is going to be the who,
1: you're watching movie they're going to be wearing
0: normal normal they're going to col- be very
1: costumes costumes or, in a way <laughs>
0: they're gonna i think our military is going to be wearing police type of garb and you he said we're going to see tens of thousands of more police that's what he said
1: i would think that people would in my opinion, people would freak out more if they saw way too much military, but right. if they saw more, more police.
0: police, exactly,
1: it wouldn't be as bad.
0: Exactly. So let's take a little break and we will wrap this up. All right, snapping on. I think this is the last round of this uh, mini-series. <laughs> so this this is the longest decode ever for the just one rally. So you guys can just appreciate how long we've been spending on this to try to figure out what's really being said.
1: So many details.
0: So remember how we talked about how everything is in sequential order. So he will throw something really weird in that doesn't make any sense.
1: But it does. But enough. it
0: does. And then, of course, the mainstream media is too stupid because their brains are like <clears> the size <throat> of a friggin' lima bean.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and they don't get it. So it's not meant for them to get, it's meant for us to get. And he talks about, uh, we were talking about ICE Border Patrol and cops um, getting us used to the police presence, Office for Domestic Preparedness with that 238 number. But he talked about that one ship a day in World War II. Okay. And he went right into, no more fake drop boxes. So he goes straight from this talk about world war to bombers one ship a day ice cops border patrol and then he talks about no more fake drop boxes and he throws in 417 billion from zuckerberg which he throws in every single time
1: yeah he uh zuckerberg used to come to the white house so if you get and they were, he talking about uh donations and he brought up the number uh Five thousand six hundred plus ten cents again.
0: All right, but look, before the t- ten cents is important because that's that's a FDR again.
1: Right, right. Like if he if this uh, right if you plus give ten cents that amount of money to this guy Irving Jones, uh, but Zuckerberg is allowed to give four hundred seventeen million to Democrat areas. Four hundred
0: seventeen million, not billion, right? Four hundred seventeen million. Million. Okay, yes. now four hundred seventeen million. That number 417 has been really bothering me. Mm -hmm. And I keep thinking, and finally, I looked it up. World War II, April 417. Ready? Mm -hmm. 1940, what did POTUS say? Oh, the,
1: the movies from the 1940s. Hold on.
0: And then he said, 1940s, 248 bombers, 315 aircraft, right? Yes. And then he talked about World War II, one ship a day. And what has he been talking about? He's been talking, he talked about bombers. He used the word bombers, okay? And then he used the word ship. Here we go. What happened on April 17th in World War II? In 1940, Anglo-French purchasing 417, April 17th, 417, 1940, World War II. These numbers are all in sequential order that POTUS mentions. Anglo-French purchasing mission announced the purchase of huge quantities of the latest aircraft, including Douglas bombers and Curtis Pursuit ships from American companies. Wow. 417 is a reference to April 17th, World War II in 1940, the USA World War II. He's talking about bombers and ships the latest aircraft and who's in charge? Here's our, who's our associate director again of military affairs at the, at the Pentagon at CIA?
1: Sir. Raising Kane.
0: I love Raising sir. I love Daniel Kane. He's like my new favorite general and this is the, 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 the way POTUS talk. I, I can't wait to hear this guy speak because he's been in the background, right?
1: Yes sir. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you're starting to sound like gene decode who was here doing a fistful of lab who's reporting for duty you need to hear that episode oh okay gene decode was on the show oh really well it wasn't gene decode it was actually decode oseva decode Save. i take that back and he was reporting for duty and he sounded like if potus was doing it sir oh You guys have to go listen to that. Uh. That's full of laughs. That was hilarious. So anyway, um, back to this 1940 Anglo-French purchasing mission. I think we're going to see when he talks about the airplanes being so uh, so old.
1: Oh, and yeah.
0: he's talking about the. Uh, aircraft being so old. I think he's talking about, we're gonna be seeing new aircraft, new bombers, new ships. That's what I think. When the, when the, sh- when the stuff really starts rolling out.
1: Sure, I mean, wasn't there something about-
0: um, Air Force One.
1: Well, the Chinese steel and stuff like yes. that, you know.
0: Yes. So he's alluding to all of this with the 417. This is just a reference to what we're gonna see, be, be seeing coming. And there was a lot of references made in the previous speeches where Boeing is being sued for uh, all sorts of shenanigans and uh, lying about parts and, and certain things. And Boeing was not he wasn't happy with Boeing. Remember, they're moving out of Illinois. They're going to guess where? Florida. <laughs> so they can continue their Boeing grift.
1: Oh, yeah. He's got to have a a three in front of it. Right. A three in front of
0: it. Right. Three point nine 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 nine. Right. Right. Yeah. So uh, I think this is alluding to a lot of good things. And I think we are uh, nearing the end of this, uh, of this decode here. But moving on from the 417, he did talk about the nursing homes, right? And he, he said something like, something about the nursing homes, and I just thought of Cuomo about how he was taking bodies out of the nursing home. Do you remember that? What is the quote he said about the nursing homes in Wisconsin towards oh. the end of this? Do you have that? No, no, no. Uh, when he was eating 100%. So he said something about... No, I... No, you didn't catch that part. That's okay. We can move on to... Uh, we can move, move on to... Uh, he keeps using this word a lot. We're going to snuff out menacing forces. Okay?
1: Yeah.
0: Now, he talks about nursing homes, and then he talks about snuffing out Now, snuff is a word that's used a lot in snuff
1: films.
0: Don't look it up, folks. Um, Snuff films are bad things. They're like really bad, bad, bad things. I don't know if you know what that is. You can look up what the definition of it is. But I know the deep state was really into these snuff films like HRC was. And you know the whole frazzle drip thing is basically a snuff film where people do bad things to somebody and kill them at the end. It was them. the
1: nursing homes that was from Cuomo in yes, New, York. New York, not, not the, wisc- no, the Wisconsin. No, the Wisconsin.
0: But he uses that. But he uses that. He uses Wisconsin because they were stealing votes out of you know, children were saying my parents didn't vote. They vote. And he he's in Wisconsin at, uh, today. He was in Wisconsin while we we're doing this decode. He was speaking in Wisconsin today, but. Um, he was talking about snuffing out menacing forces in the midst of talking about these nursing homes. Wow. And I believe they were taking those bodies um, and because there was a lot of talk about Cuomo in New York. They had pictures of reefers in back of nursing homes, and they were just putting. Oh, pills. yeah,
1: those photographs in the, the freezer. Last, or, reefers reefers
0: or refrigerated trucks in back of nursing homes uh, that were just be- dumping bodies. And wow. they actually showed this. And um, he said uh, that they, these are vicious, vicious, uh, vicious and menacing forces. So, you know, that just made me think about that. And um, he talks about this friend of his a lot. But before we go into that, he mentioned how they concocted a fairy tale mm-hmm. about, about him. And the friend of his that he talks about says he's the most persecuted person, most persecuted person ever. And, you know, it was Hillary Clinton that ran against him, right, in 2016, where they thought she was going to win. And she is, you know, Satan on wheels. And um, although I believe and you believe she's gone, executed on Melania's birthday is what we've heard from uh, our friends at Real Raw News um, and some other sources, actually, but corroborates all of it. The concocted fairy tale of of the smear campaign against POTUS by the left, uh, I believe has a lot to do with uh, this this uh, this friend of his that he keeps mentioning. Um, I believe it really could be uh, JFK Jr.
1: He mentions he, right?
0: Yeah, and he says it's yeah. he. And um, it comes, it's funny because the snuff, word uh comes right before he mentions the conco- concocted fairy tale in hrc so that's really interesting because you know the whole frazzle drip right with, uh, video um huma and, and, and huma uh-huh. and there's a lot more folks that's just what we know about they got cameras at epstein island filming all this shit because these people are so sick that these snuff films I think he's was what he's referring to when he uses that word Mm -hmm. he's just getting us used to this stuff psychologically now he goes right into the dollar 87 and gas and he says uh you you have to take this dollar 87 and gas he always talks about that and we posted how there's a reference to ivermectin there you know He always mentions it because I think it's still really relevant to to do the protocols. That's what I think. Um, And then he goes straight into Pelosi. Pelosi.
1: People like crazy Nancy Pelosi. She's nuts. I'm telling you, she's a nut job. I mean, you talk about people in politics. Look at her husband. Every time something happens, he goes out and he buys stuff. He's made a lot of money and made a hundred million. She started off with nothing and she does have a big wall around her house, by the way, even though she fought us like crazy in the world, but she's crazy. She's nuts. I'm telling you, she's a psycho.
0: Yep. So he's setting up Pelosi and he's elucidating the fact that she's a friggin' lunatic and she is, she's crazy. I've met her in person and she's fucking nuts, okay? Yeah. She doesn't even make any sense. I was at a, uh, what was it, a real estate event with a client of mine and this crazy happened to be there. It was in San Francisco, of course she lived there. This is years before POTUS took office, not too many years, but she is fucking crazy. Excuse my language, but I have never seen somebody, bu- a bumbling idiot. Like, you know, she doesn't make any sense when she's talking in person. Cause I got to, wow. I was in a very small room with these people. My client was there because he was a real estate guy uh-huh. and, um, she was in this, in this, I was surprised to see her. Gavin Newsom was also there and I i had never been around her. i That's the first time I've ever seen her. And the, hopefully the last time I'll ever see her ever, hopefully she's not even real and that's an actress, but, um, The person I saw, the Nancy Pelosi, she couldn't even speak. Like she doesn't speak right. There's something really majorly mentally wrong with this person. Mm -hmm. It's not just what we're seeing on television. Wow, it's bad. So when this secession happens, this ten cent reference that you're bringing up again, yes, FDR, when, when, and if. Biden's removed for, you know, whatever they, whatever, however they take his ass out. Remember, his inauguration was at a cemetery. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, that's
0: right. A most peculiar uh, inauguration. You can type that into the blog, folks. I, there's an article about it.
1: Well, he he's, he was talking about how Adam Shift is very sinister. Yeah. And then he basically, um, what I was saying about like how nuts and psycho and uh, crazy she is right before that he says it's pro- it doesn't stop because despite the great outside dangers our biggest threat remains the sick and sinister and very evil people from within our country guys like shift and nancy pelosi
0: yep so i think that he's really setting up what's going to happen i think we're going to see the return of potus before 2025 I think that's what he's setting up people to believe that he's going to run again. However, I think there's going to be some type of event that occurs where Biden's removed, Kamala can't be president, Pelosi's insane, and now the Congress under these, uh, what is it, the 20th Amendment, take a look, we posted it, is able to appoint is able to appoint trump back into office Mm -hmm. and this is what happened uh around fdr when fdr served more than he started up to his fourth term so we're going to see you know trump in office again i believe sooner than later and that's why he keeps saying we can't wait anymore he keeps emphasizing that there's more urgency to his voice don't you think
1: yeah he said everything this establishment is doing to me is all about preserving their power and control over the American people. They are sick.
0: Yeah. And, uh, he mentioned some other things towards the end of this, I don't know if you have more detailed notes than I do. You know, he said, look around the room. He said that you, you see spines of steel. Um, and he mentioned the, this grim December of 1776. Okay. So you guys, you know, you're looking out for red October. We didn't have a mauve November even. Now we're talking about a grim December. And this isn't fear porn, but I wanted to read to you guys what this uh, grim December really was. And basically it references one of the most significant battles during uh, the American war of independence. And that's what we're, we're seeking right now. We're mm-hmm. looking for our independence after the sixth sinister and evil within our country, right? Mm-hmm. And after a disastrous summer, so this is 1776, the Declaration of Independence, guys, uh, which had seen the British capture of New York and defeat the Americans in a series of battles, the British had spent late November and early December chasing the remnants of Washington's army across New Jersey. This is in Trenton, guys. On the 8th of December, the British reached the Delaware at Trenton just too late to catch the Americans who had crossed over into Pennsylvania. And this is uh, to Gettysburg, of course. So uh, the American situation looked grim. Washington's army had dwindled down to only 3,000 men and continued to shrink. Worse, half of his army was due to leave at the end of December, when their term of enlistment expired. Now POTUS is talking about this. He said the grim December of 1776 at the end of the speech. Washington was already too familiar with his men to expect that any would stay beyond that date. Facing him across the Delaware, General Howe commanded 10,000 men. Howe spent the second week of December looking for boats to cross over the river. But Washington had removed most suitable boats from the New Jersey shore. And the uh, Delaware was running very full. The weather had already turned brutally cold, cold winter. And uh, satisfied with his year, on this 14th of December, General Howe ordered his men into winter quarters. So you can read more about this, but this was a very short uh, battle. And despite the ease of the victory at Trenton, Washington now had to abandon his plans for a further attack on Princeton, New Brunswick. And within a week, Washington had won another victory at Princeton. There's more to this, so you can read about it on your own. But this is alluding to something going on in December this year, I believe. Mm -hmm. I think it's going to happen this year. And he talked about so many deaths. He talked about the Oregon Trail, blood, sweat, and soil of Americans. He talked about the 1872 market crash. Okay. You guys, the 1872 market crash is important. I highlighted it in the last article, we talked about it. Um, we are possibly looking for March Madness. Uh, FDR was inaugurated on March 4th. He wasn't inaugurated on in January, like all their presidents. So we might see POTUS return on March 4th because we were waiting for him to return immediately the first March 4th. We didn't realize it was going to take longer. These are just some notes I made. Uh, Is there anything else you want to add to the rest of this? uh, There might be a few more things.
1: Well, um, one kind of uh, important thing is that I noticed that he said something about staying home. Yes. Um, And he said, so the fake news media is totally complicit in this whole deal. And if I renounce my beliefs, if I agreed to stay silent, if I stayed home, if I announced that I was not going to run for office, the persecution of Donald Trump would immediately stop. Yeah. So it's just um, hearing that and um, and he's mentioned that before. It's, to stay home and just... um,
0: Don't travel anywhere. Don't go out of the country. Uh, You know, state. if you need to go on a vacation, go on vacation in your home state. There's so much to see. Um, But I think we're going to not see the same kind of lockdown or or any kind of uh, type of situation that we saw in 2020. But he's getting us ready for more police presence on the streets, uh, possible... um, 10 days of of darkness where there may not be any electricity or there may not be any internet. We don't know what it means, but I believe the lights will go out. And I believe that um, for people not to panic, he's putting in these clues because we're getting closer and closer. When is it going to happen? Don't listen to anybody who tells you when they know when it's going to happen, because really nobody knows when it's going to happen. We'll be told when it's going to happen. And I think we're going to look to Twitter to hear, ladies and gentlemen, or my fellow Americans, uh, the storm is upon us. And one of uh, one of one of the annons um, who will be speaking with us here on Monday for Monday Matters sent me a link about how Elon Musk is scheduled to, I think either uh, something's happening around October seventeenth with Elon Musk purchase. court or something. Yeah, in court yeah. Uh, versus uh, uh, the Twitter situation that's going on okay now potus got to see the uh, the contract for twitter and montana sky pointed out that you only get to see <laughs> you only get to see a contract you know, like in a real estate transaction when you're a potential buyer
1: Hey, right, come on give me a little peek
0: i think potus either owns twitter <laughs> already or he's going to acquire it somehow Uh, I don't know if he's going to use it for what, but I think we're going to hear it. Now, there's an account on Twitter that says POTUS, President of the United States.
1: Oh, yeah. Yes.
0: You really think that's Biden? No. No. Biden didn't hire General Kane. POTUS did. And he's, what does it say? The President of the United States when he gets on stage. And what does he say? I am. I am the President. I am the President. So who's tweeting out the POTUS stuff? We might hear it from the POTUS account. We don't know. But stay tuned because I think we're going to see this Musk thing go down. And I think we're going to see POTUS reclaim Twitter somehow. I don't know if he's going to use it, how he's going to use it. I just think this, these are, this is just my opinion.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right.
0: You want to close this up?
1: I just basically, he left it all up on an uplifting note, talking to all the students. And of course, he ended it with, we will make America powerful, wealthy, strong, proud, safe, and we will make America great again. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you very much, everybody.
0: And thank you, Snackin' On, for your insight, your uh, patience with me getting through this decode for the last week.
1: Thank Um, you for having me.
0: All right. And thank you, audience, for listening to us. And I will give you a quick outro and Hopefully you've heard this podcast in its normal original audio. And if you haven't, I'll do everything I can to find a place where I can post it, even if it's going to be just to the Telegram channel, if I have to post it in episodes onto the Telegram channel where I'm not censored yet, even though they take my followers away every day. And I don't care because whoever's supposed to hear it, hears it. Um, Just stay tuned. Thanks again, Mm on. Don't forget my snacks next time. All right. Thank you again, Snacking On, for being here and going through that long, lengthy decode. Thank you to the listeners out there. If you if you are listening and you heard uh, the different topics where you have a comment to make or notice something we haven't noticed, please kindly leave a message in the blog post. Make sure your email address is entered at thelaraessengill.blog for me to be able to see it because there is a very high filter on the messages. You'd be surprised how much crap I get all day long. And unfortunately some of your messages get lost there. But in the meantime, I do appreciate everybody who does come to the blog and leave messages there for me, as that's pretty much the only way to leave a message for me anywhere these days. In the meantime, please do check out the places you can find me here in the podcast description, but also uh, make sure to check out the different uh, products that do support um, the production for this podcast um, by offering to you guys a discount in the different categories that I mentioned at the beginning to check out the Soma Vedic OP2 Labs uh, Collagen. Collagen is very important for your body. If you don't replace it, you're not regenerating. You're basically uh, taking away the second most important part of your body, which is collagen. Number one is water. So check out the Soma Vedic, which structures your water. Mine is the Vedic, a 5G protection device, OP2 Labs Collagen Hemp Therapy, some of the best CBD oil that I have ever had. Professional grade, and you get half off, 50% off your first order. That is huge savings, and this stuff lasts a while, folks. You can get it with the black cumin seed oil, an alternative, a natural alternative for ivermectin, as well as Mission Faraday, uh, excuse me, Mission Darkness Faraday bags. I've got one that I pop my phone into every night, and basically um, I am looking into getting... The blanket. I like the blanket because if you have your I- iPad on your lap, it protects you from all these negative frequencies that can affect you and literally just puts a shield around you. So, you, I mean, just shielding ourselves is the best we can do. Our health is our wealth. And in the meantime, I want to thank you guys for tuning into this long of decode. Make sure you check out the article that's posted. There is a link to the article in the podcast description, but also it's available at delaraessengill.blog because there's more information there that you can read um, and pass along. And also please do click and copy and share this podcast with others. Post it in groups, post it on your social media. I am unable to do so and I rely on the listeners to spread and walk with a fistful of truth look forward to the next part which will be part four of this ongoing mini emergency broadcast series and why we're calling it that that will be um, that will be the 26th July 26th uh, America first POTUS decode which will conclude the first triple decode part we will go into Wisconsin in a separate decode man I'm just busy decoding all day long I feel like decode oh savin decode oh maybe we'll have him back for a fistful of laughs but in the meantime, Snakena and I will be working on the next part, which will be the fourth part. It should be delivered in one piece. The America First uh, POTUS speech that he gave, but I think this was the heaviest one. And um, thank you for getting through it, and thank you for sharing it because I think things are going to heat up. And I'm calling it the emergency broadcast series because what he's telling us is coming around the corner, and people aren't paying attention. So it's important for us to share this information and also to uh, contribute to each other's knowledge and to help each other go from dark to light. God bless you, patriots. Where we go one, we go all.